I'm just looking at our timestamps. All right. We are hot. We are live. Ladies and gentlemen, 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 welcome to the Hello. motherfucking show. What's going on, guys? Uh, welcome to Milky Tan. Milky Toucan. What Jesus was that? Christ. Hello. How are we doing? Yeah, good. Uh, thank you for watching, subscribing, streaming, uh, listening. And uh, if you want, I hope you're not smelling because... Uh, because one of us smells bad. Stinks. And one of us can't smell. Uh, this video is sponsored by... There you go. Sorry, that had to get blurred out. No. Yeah. No, we wish. Uh, Davey, if you want to sponsor this this specific episode, like you don't have to sponsor us for like, you know, a 30, 30 episode gig, you don't have to, but we would wear them all for all that because it's cold, convenient, like utilitarian, you know, convenient. A little bit risque. Yeah. Ooh. You know, for the, free. For, the, for the non-visual viewers, what's going on? Uh, so basically we're wearing two Udis. Um It's funny because like we're not even sponsored. <laughs> for this you episode. just wore yours and I was like, oh, yeah, I yeah. could put one No, on. I was just memeing, right, right. So yeah, um, actually this video, this uh, this Udi actually got given to me by Woody. Um, they for like a, a part, not sure it was a partnership, but like a sponsorship. Um, and then they asked which color I wanted and I was like, uh, I wasn't really a fan of the combinations of the ones. And you I said was the like, gayest one you've got. I was like, I want the pink one. So <laughs> I got the fucking pink one, little corgis on it. And then Meg's wanted the koala bears. I th- no, she wanted the pandas, which is a gray one. That's not a bad idea. Or the koala bear. Mm-hmm. And then she wanted the pandas, which was the gray one. I got her the koala bear or something like that. Wasn't she happy. Wasn't happy. Ooh. She told her it brings me and it brings it up. But now it's heat of design. So yeah, I didn't buy this one. This was given to me by my missus. Is that official Audi though? Uh, yeah, it is. She got one as well. She got yeah, like a three for one. Yeah, we ask discount code still works. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like Megan Reagan, and it's like twenty percent off an order or something. Well, what's the? We'll put the official. No, no, we got to do a new deal. We got to negotiate, man. Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> but <laughs> we're, we're big time. We're big time now. We're, we're, we're top one percent. We're top one percent. And look, we got viral. Our our. Oh yeah. Uh, f- do you want me to get your phone? Where is it? My phone's on charge. Oh, well, um, how much charge is it on? Oh, Whatever, let's just let's just blue ball it. Nah, fuck it. Um, we got a TikTok episode. It was like 115,000 views on TikTok. Pretty big kerners, Big man. time, ladies and gentlemen. Big kerners. Big time, Mr. Big Shot. We're coming for uh, the big time, Mr. Double O, two-time winner. No, we're not. I No, we're not. It's all yours, my guy. That pie is yours. We're creating our own pie. Yeah, we're creating our own smeg smegma. Smegma. What's that? Um, smorgasbord. What? Smorgasbord. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's like a little like board you like just peck out. And then, I don't know. It's smorgasbord. Okay, sounds fucking. Um, but yeah, Romanian. I don't know how we're gonna repeat that or like recreate that. Um, just throw me on screen, I guess. It <laughs> is have telling. Me yarn about good stories. It is telling though. I gotta tell you, like. This is the, the the viral video. You guys be wondering, oh, what is that well, video? Well, hey, let me let me sorry, let me contest that a bit. I don't know if I would say viral. I would say for, no, it's not for viral. Us, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very great good. for us. Very it's good. great for us. When I say viral, it's got like one hundred and twenty thousand views. Like that's a significant amount. It's not like viral in terms of Ellen DeGeneres is talking about it, but it's like a hundred thousand eyeballs. I wonder if that's more people than I've ever looked at in my life. That was. I think that's more views. Then I've gotten total across YouTube. I, actually, I, no, it's a lie. I think like my old channel had like 120,000 total over like four years though. Yeah. 
Um, and TikTok's another beast, so... Yeah, yeah. That's like in a few weeks, to, uh, a couple of weeks of it. So it's pretty sick. So just for reference, what was the second highest? Oh, fuck, like 5,000. Cool. And I'm like, well, and we're happy about 5,000. Like, oh, man. They were like, that's and I kept going. I'm like... So the video is basically, uh, if you guys haven't seen it, um, video is basically about... Um, this female comedian that goes, this is what we're going to upload again on YouTube, <laughs> uh, TikTok, uh, basically a female comedian, um, maybe it's the chair, Bonnie so, McFarlane. So we'll find out if it's the chair. That's the common factor. <laughs> Bonnie McFarlane basically, um, pretends and dresses up as a Blog. male comedian cause she was sad that, you know, she thought that, you know, people won't laugh at her jokes. So didn't find her as funny because she's a woman dresses up as a guy, bombs, absolute bombs. Mm. And, uh, Goes and has a, a cry outside and gets comforted by her uh, husband mm-hmm. um, and basically changes her mind and says, guys, don't actually, aren't naturally found funnier. That, that are scientifically are funnier. Just are funnier. <laughs> Dude, yeah. the comments on that thing, man, was great. So that's right, because I haven't watched that actual, was it a documentary or just a little? Yeah, it's a documentary. Okay, and how long did it go for? Uh, I don't recall, but it's it's a documentary. The documentary is called Women Aren't Funny. Okay. And it's got a whole bunch of like c- female comedians that have their take on it. Uh, okay. And like... Because I remember watching it, but this was like five years ago at least. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I remember just laughing my ass off when she was crying. Like I was like, it wasn't funny, but I was just like seeing someone so emotionally invested in an idea and just being fucking flat out wrong. And then they're just upset and they're just like, Damn, I was just like, yeah. I think the best good fuck up. Yeah, the best comedians are like self, like degrading. I guess like not necessarily, but like I don't know. I, I feel think like grounded it, is a good way. Yeah, to put it. I feel like it's hard though. Like I can't, I can't speak facts, but it seems weird that you've got like, and and, and it's obvious like you got because there's new comedians that stink. They're like absolute stink, right? They're funny people, but like their stand up routine is stinky. And the issue is because they're in those circuits, and I don't want to mention names in specific. So, like, I don't think that's fair on them. Joe Rogan. Um, no, no. <laughs> uh, Pulling legs. His short legs. <laughs> He's short. What big, they? Big headed legs. What, what did everyone suspect he had? GHG or something? Yeah, yeah. Short GHG legs. No, I like Joe. Um, so you can still have small legs if you like him. I guess you can. He's a midget boy. Yeah. Isn't he like five five? I don't know. Prefer to be him. Women, women wouldn't go out with him, that's for sure, because he's uh, as a black person. Oh, God. Here we um, go. Memeing. Um, I had a point. Women comedians. Uh, yeah, no, like new comedians that do stand up get Netflix deals because Netflix is giving out deals forever and basically they just want to, basically, I assume, get royalties from it mm-hmm. in perpetuity. Um, but yeah, you can tell that like a lot of these comedians, not just women, but like, you know, I think the big thing is some new women comedians that found funny, did some SNL or they're like, you know, were writers for like a, a, um, some sort of, you know, sketch show or something like that. They start doing stand up because they don't want to do sketch shows anymore because, you know, working for a, like a production company probably stinks. Like, you know. And I'm remembering, especially one woman that was super funny on whose line is it anyway? I can't remember the, the woman's name. I don't remember any of their dude's name except, was he a McFarlane as well, the host? Anyway, I can't remember. Um, Colin? Um, no, no that was one of the actors. Yes, that was yes, the yes, Canadian yeah. bloke. Yeah, the big tall one. Um, no, receding hairline one. Yeah, yeah, the, the one one. No, the really tall one was an American. The Canadian no, was... the Canadian was Colin. Um, 
I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, um, I know who do have the guy with the glasses, the the yeah, me me me, the guy that presses the buzzers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the I, dude, kind of I used to love his line anyway, man. That was, such a good, that was dude, my favorite. To, in high school, we just got told to watch that for a few like really lessons. That just watch this. I used to, like, I used to like the, the to finish my point. Sorry, is new comedians doing stand up shows stink because they haven't had practiced and perfected their craft, and it's like, dude, it's sloppy. Mm. Like all these. That's what about. most comedians say. Hey, they're like. Um, I forget there was a good quote from uh, Norm Macdonald about it, but he was just like 12 years of, you know, guessing and then like eight years of um, perfecting or something like that yeah. before he like started making some serious kind of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, success. Another guy from SNL, um, good comedian, uh, trying to think of his name right now, but he basically bombed for like 15 years. Yeah. Like, like they all say like, especially I think the first four years are basically a fuck fest. Yeah. Um, fuck that industry. I, I, I'm not funny enough. I yeah. couldn't deal with that for four years, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, the Black Panther guy, I think. Um, Chadwick. Bozeman. Not Black Panther. Pink Panther. Um, <laughs> I'm like, dude, is he a comedian? He's not only is he definitely not a comedian right now, because uh, he's six foot under. But um, Pink Panther. No, Black Panther. I'm saying like Pink Panther guy. Yeah, I don't know. I know who you're talking about. The white guy or the French yeah, dude? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, the French dude was the... Um, let me look it up. He was the guy that almost fucked Natalie Portman in that movie when she was like 12 years old. The assassin. <laughs> Do you not know that? She was like a child. Was she 12 years old in V for Vendetta? Not V for Vendetta, dude. Um... Let me look this up. Oh, fuck me. Portman, uh, child movie, Assassin. Instead of Googling Pink Panther, he's Googling... Leon. That's what it's called, Leon, 1994. She was like, she was playing a 12-year-old. Bro, that's gross. Dude, yeah. uh, Fuck, I just said his name. On screen? She was born in 1981, so she was 13 playing a 12-year-old. And he legit, so his name is... Were they going to do a sex scene? This guy. Uh, I guess it's... He's French, I was right. It's Jean Reno. That guy from Pink Panther. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that guy... No, there wasn't a sex scene, but he was attracted to her in the movie and he was an assassin, whatever. And then she was attracted to him and then he protected her kind of thing. So where's his sex... Dude, he's 73, so at the time he would have been like mid-40s. That's but, what, but, but the sex stuff, what is the sex stuff coming into play? Uh, he was attracted to her and she was a kid. There was some sexual themes going on kind of thing. Oh, so like anyway. so like the OG like um, cuties. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes, all right. Black yeah. Panther, sorry. Uh, just look Pink up. Panther, not Black Panther. Pink Fuck. Panther. Oh, no, sorry. I did look up. I fucking um, Sean. No. I'll get it. Don't you worry. Pink Panther cast. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. This is a fucking sloppy... Sloppy set. Uh, Steve Martin. Yeah, Steve Martin. Okay. Bombed for like 15 years in a row. Did he? Yeah, then he's like fucking a great comedian. Inspector Clouseau. That was his yeah. character's name. There you go. I thought Sorry. he was the French guy. No, no. I don't know why I remember that other guy. Was yeah, I haven't guy. seen Pink Panther except like the cartoons or... Oh, you haven't seen the movie? No. Oh, well, that makes sense why you think he might have been French because he was... Like he dressed up in like a little moustache, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he actually might have played a French guy in it. I don't yeah. fucking know. Anyway. No, he, he faked being a French guy for a bit, I think. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, uh, yeah, fucking funny. So stand-up comedians, tough yeah. job. Yeah, uh, and then we went to like a little other thing. I forgot what we were going to talk about. You, you know, I, tan- I was like, cut the tangent. Um, it was like still really on that point, but I was like, hang on a minute. Stand-up comedians. I wish you had like a playback, like a Twitch playback, and just yeah, clip that. Um, I don't know. Like a we were talking about woman it? comedians. Does that oh. help? Woman, women. Nah, whatever. Really. Um, anyway. We should mention very quickly up front, hey, it's the Australian election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, I have voted already. in two days. It's on the 21st. Yep. Um, so we're filming this on a Saturday, a Thursday night. This will probably be uploaded, what, tomorrow? Uh, tonight, tomorrow. As quick as I can get it. So yeah. vote or don't. Or, you know, if you're registered, just draw a fucking cock if you don't want to vote because you'll get fined. But whatever. It's funny because they put your vote with your slip now. Mm-hmm. Um, not not on election day, but prior election stuff. They put your note and your form on the in the same shit. Now I don't know if they like read it or what, but I assume like if they saw your if you went one two, th- you know, if you did like a vote, they probably not pay attention. But if you did a big giant penis on it, they probably would notice. Yes. It's weird, dude. Well, apparently they're pretty anal. Um, and if you like tick outside the box or fuck it up a bit. Like not outside the box, but like you miss the box. It's count. It's like no, nah, sorry. Yeah, that uh, I don't know if it ca- destroys the whole vote, but I know it would. Because it's not automated. None of it's automated. Uh, but, but the thing is, yeah, no, it's not. It's, yeah, it's like they a, put it into the piles and then. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> in. I don't know about in like a, I know there's the Victorian Election Commission Commission, um, and they it's like just like this big warehouse, like basically in the city somewhere, um, and it's like several stories high or whatever. I just, so it's not a warehouse, but. Basically, it's like floors upon floors of people who just count. Mm. Um, and they just get brought in. They get paid good money, though. It's I've like heard that $400 well. or something a day. My dad... It's boring as hell, though. Yeah, my dad got offered because because uh, there's so many people that are getting COVID at the moment. They're literally asking for anyone that's a state government employee to help. He literally got an email saying, you're a state government employee. I should you- go check because um, I'm on the state government. Yeah, and- do it. Well, you're not here, are you? Oh, I can do Victorian, though. Depends if you get a Victorian email, I guess. Uh, Probably get a reference if you wanted to fucking get 400 bucks for the day or whatever it is. Yeah, dude. Um, Um, And if you're the funny thing is, if you're a competent person, they put you in like a better position. Oh, yeah. Basically, straight away. Really? Yeah, because Ben, um, without giving out too much information, he did that. He did that. And basically, in like a week's time, he was like started being like a supervisor because like. For the actual, like he joined the department somewhat full time or whatever. No, no, he was part of the commission. So like, a commission. so just for the day, they just went... oh for like the month that he was counting or you know doing that stuff or yeah. like a few you know few weeks, huh. like instantly become some sort of like over a supervisor, somewhat manager, yeah, which is know. hilarious. I'm like, this guy. I don't know. It's pretty dumb, you know. You but go. you know, it's only it's like seasonal. I guess seasonal work. Very seasonal. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um. So vote who for whoever you want. Do you want to disclose who we voted for? Well, you voted because you're not going to be here. Yeah. And blah, 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 you're moving. So yeah. this will be the last time you're here. Um, I haven't voted yet. And I'm not saying. I kind of want to. Um, I'm not. I think I think it doesn't matter at this point because like, I think like I'm working. It's hard because you you have to vote legally in Australia. There's no. So like I can't. Like with principles and all that stuff, I can't like go. I need to vote for a you know. I'm not going to vote for a party because of principles. I have to legally. 
Um, but I voted for a party that aligned with my principles most, most closest, um, and kind of went towards the thing that I believe in, which, you know, is kind of like actual liberty, not, not pseudo liberty, but real liberty. So I, so you're Pauline's one nation. Yeah. No, I, I voted, I voted for the liberal Democrat party, um, strictly being both up and down. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, strictly being that I, I want a, I don't care. Well, I do care about the results, but I, I, first of all, I don't want the nanny state, but you know. Let me just cut you up real quick. Just to be clear, he said Liberal Democrats. That is not the Liberals. Yeah. So, and if you're watching this in the future, they have to change their name. So we don't know what it is at the moment. Yeah. So Liberal Liber, Liber Democrats is like. They're not the Libertarian Party because there is a Libertarian Party. Yeah. So we don't know what they're going to change their name. But for those to, in America, like basically Libertarian Party. Yeah. And in the UK, do not confuse it with the Liberal Democrats. They're radically different ideologies. What's theirs? Theirs is like a green equivalent. No, but what's... Um, they're the, Libertarian. The, yeah, they have a Libertarian movement. In the UK? Yeah. It's called the Libertarian Party. Completely But they're failed. Greens though. No, no, no. So they're Liberal Democrats. Oh, they're Liberal Democrats. Uh, they're Greens. Basically Greens. Yeah. And their Libertarian Party is our Liberal Democrats. Yeah. Just like the Americans Libertarian is their mm-hmm. Libertarian. But the UK Libertarian Party is fell on its fucking face. Yeah. So mostly speaking, I think that, that of the new, like, I kind of want a non-functional government for four years. Now, I probably could get arrested for that because of conspiracy. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. Inciting like, violence? No, no, shit. it's like conspiring against the government or yeah. like whatever. Um, I don't think it would be fair to hold, they would hold up in court. Um, but You've got that. The bow. <laughs> now you've got me in trouble. Now I've got you Not because I own a bow because you're like suggesting. <laughs> Jesus. Self-defense purposes only. And then and also, they've got to have a bow. I don't think we have comedy laws anymore. They've got rid of that, so you can't make jokes in Australia anymore. Yeah, well, like it, there's like I've always bullying. assumed that since like 2016. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of what I thought is I basically voted for the Liberal Democrats because they're more aligned to my like they they've seen the more principled party, and if they were ship blokes, um, if they were like UAP or One Nation or some other party that's you know just focusing on one issue, but then also like handballing or horseshoeing all their votes to the liberals um i kind of want a resistive party that just says no to everything or sustains or does stuff that you know i know it's not officially the like the libertarian thing but like i want them to have more purpose and well the main reason is hopefully when there's enough independence that get into power like enough i'm talking like because right now i think there's three independence in the current in the current like assembly i don't know about that in the senate uh the senate has no got in, like, uh, in in the greens are uh, considered i should say in lower house oh yeah I'm there's not sure. three independents i think in I'm lower not house bother looking it up because it's going to change but but, yeah, but i know the senate's different it's not that many yeah but i kind of hope that it gets to a significant amount like 20 so what that that's going to be a big thing because i know there's a lot of sporadicity like right now a lot of like unsure parties would be voting for UAP and One Nation and Liberal Democrats, but like I think UAP's been marketing much more. So I think there's going to be a bit of contention because like UAP might get enough votes, but it won't get enough votes to, you know, beat like a Labour or Liberal seat. Mm-hmm. But like. So I, I don't know, it'd be weird because a lot of people would vote. Like it's, I think it's going to just change the vote away. Like 
if everyone didn't vote for those minor parties, maybe they would have like naturally just voted like for a Labour, but because they voted for United Australia Party mm-hmm. or the Greens or something like that, it's going to skew them off so they're not going to vote for Labour and like they'll push their vote down. Yes, I see. If there wasn't that party, that would have been second or third yeah. preference and then that would and, have made And up. if you know their seventh prefer- preference now is Labour because everyone's saying put them last, all they need to have is the people who had the first or their third preference Labour or Liberal, those third preferences get clocked in and then that brings liberals over the fifty percent line, mm. and like you know, brings it makes them win the seat. So I think that's going to happen a lot. But I'm hoping that independents, irrespective, more independents get into parliament because I I hope that um you kind of have a more of a like a I hope there's a hung parliament. I I don't know what that means. I think that the queen can like make a re-election because it's an unfunctional government. So she can like fix that. Um, but I hope there's kind of like a, a hung parliament because I'd, I'd love for the government to do nothing for, you know, four years. And um, I know it's three, but like... Forever. <laughs> I'm saying like in general, like if it's, you know, United States, whatever. Um, I Senate six years, yeah? Uh, yeah. Or, but or it's there's by, some weird there's ones like, where it's like the double blah, 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 which I think called is by-elections. Or, yeah. I don't fucking well, know. It's by-elections when both are coming. Both at the same time. Like, this is a by-election, isn't it? I don't fucking know. Because there's something about half of them get re-elected. Yeah, they get shuffled, yeah. yeah. I don't fucking know. Anyway, at the end of the day, it'd be cool. Because, like, if for three years the government does nothing, it's like, here you go. Is that not proof that, like, a lot of this political stuff is not needed? Unless it's, like, actually a a good reason. Like, the executive needs to do something rather than the legislative. Yeah, yeah. Or like Scomo's like, wow, New Zealand's being invaded. If he's in again, I'm assuming Scomo. Wow, better do something about it. Yeah, or, and then everyone, and then all the other politicians go, yeah, we agree. We mm. should probably do something. And mm. it's like, it still gets passed, but like, you know, the whole thing, you know, I, I don't think that, you know, 9,000 laws need to be passed each year. I think that's bonkers. So that's my 10 cents. It's not anti-government. It's just like, I'd like to have for legal some, reasons. No, I just think it's more more rational. I just want ration to be brought into the government, and like a lot of other countries don't have a two party system. They have like a four or five party system normally. So it's like if one party does shit or like does shit, you've got four other parties that like are within significance to you know take take a majority. So I'm like, mm. we should kind of be in that to kind of hold you know ideologies accountable, and when people fail it, like they get smacked on the the back of the hand and you know when they go like basically or push people into those proper I, i'm hoping there's no principles mm-hmm. because these people don't have principles but i'll push them into their ideologies and actually say what they're going to do well i think the devil's in the details there i don't think these people even have ideologies um i think that's way too generous i think they've got sympathies but i don't like the labor movement you know, the Labour Party is somewhat connected to the Labour movement. Um, and, you know, a lot of people would say the Labour movement is trying to get to socialism, which is, a, I think, it's not a critique at all. I think this is kind of a fair assessment. Um, though some people in the Labour movement would obviously disagree and would just want stronger unions um, and more representation kind of thing. But um, I don't think these people are. And I think I'll, I'll push back because I was going to say, let's just do this quickly but fuck it you know it's the election so who gives a shit we might talk about it a bit um are you going to timestamp this episode or no yeah okay um we'll put a timestamp if you're kind of bored of this topic cool next one's in the timestamps you'll, you'll fucking see it next one with the news i guess um 
I was just going to say, when you're talking about other countries, like what comes to mind is like Germany and fucking Finland and yada, yada, yada. They've got four. I think Germany has five parties. Finland's got like fucking seven. Um, you know, I hear a lot of people say this in the US about like multiple parties and voting preferentials and yada, yada, yada. And I just kind of go like, it doesn't matter. I'm like, it does matter slightly, but it's just like Germany's still fucked. They're still passing. Like who cares if, you know, this party is like, 70% left wing and this party's 64% left wing but they disagree on this and this party's you know 44% right wing and this party's 72% right wing they all still pass surveillance laws they all still pass freedom of speech infringements like the big picture stuff that we're give a shit about because of the big picture things it's just like they're just going to pass it so it doesn't to me emotional honesty yeah and they've got no and this is the thing they don't have an ideology they've just got one to purport to so they just kind of back to their you know self um you know not self-obsessed but their self-preservation yeah and like their self-interest is more the better the better way to put it they're like when i finish public service if that's a fucking thing really As a they're like well when i get out i'm gonna go to this company or they said they're gonna get book me for speaking gigs yada 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 um you know so i think they're more tied to corporate interests than the people the people's interests which is pretty fucking obvious by seeing how disconnected they are but um mm. so I, I i like the hope for more independence um kind of the same critique with the parties so there's a lot of independence that like for example xenophon in south australia um you know the critique he gets is he's basically lined up with the greens um and his voting record's pretty much similar well he's just like, like great he's an independent i'm like he's still fucking passing the same shit and he just goes that- i want this and if you don't give me that, I'm going to say no to this thing. But that no thing is a small thing. The big things he'll just say yes to. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm yeah. like, I don't really give a fuck. They're all yeah. going to just... That's why I don't really actually care that much to look into it too much, like into individuals that much. Because I just... My operating system is these people are corrupt or soon to be corrupt. And even if this individual isn't, what can they do themselves? And for the most part, some individuals can. You know, there's politicians that have done stuff. I'm not going to go into specifics there. But... Most individuals that want to do something don't have any good principles mm-hmm. and they eventually just fold, which yeah. is like a lot of people that critique, um, you know, liberal party members that are trying to uh, keep the classical liberal philosophy alive inside of the party. Um, they fold within two years and that's very well known. Same with the Republicans in America, all these people that get elected on, you know, we need a smaller government, less taxes, yada, yada, yada. That's what they say, getting elected. They get elected. Thanks for coming, bud. You're going to vote with us. And then because they don't really have principles, they just yeah. loosely example, held pre- preferences. They fold within two years and just vote with the party. Yeah, it's like liberals will say we reduce tax. And they did reduce tax, but there was, without saying like the invisible tax, which is inflation, you know, 30% house price increases because of leverage um, and, you know, all that stuff. But they, they reduce tax. But actual fact, I think tax right now in Australia, it's at its all-time high directly. Like, it's at its all-time high per, per person. Mm. So it's like, it's at the highest point it's ever been. It's including the, the carbon tax. Um, so it's like, but you fail to say what you're going to do. You know, so I'm like, and it's not income tax. There's many other taxes that go on, you know, tariffs and stuff mm-hmm. that make your consumer prices, all that stuff, like, you know, more expensive and stuff. But it's the highest it's ever been. You know, so it's like, I mean, you lied. You didn't do what you're going to do. And they go, oh, COVID. It's like, bullshit. It was high, highest. It was in 2019. It was higher mm. than when Before. it was p- the previous administration. So, you know, 
it's a good point. Like, yeah. But then that's kind of the whole, um, like, why it's hard to vote because, like, I, I'm going to the point now. I'm like, if you can't make a difference, what's the point? What's the point? And like, you can get to the point. I feel like you know a lot enough people who didn't vote, either clowns will come out or like people just lose power. They go, we don't want, we don't actually want this. But I don't know if that's true because I don't think so. Because look at other countries that don't yeah, have exactly. So. Yeah. Same, but at least same. they can go, look, I'm not engaged in this anymore. Yeah, right. I can um, go do whatever I want, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's um, the better option. I think people that want compulsory voting in Australia haven't actually thought about it really. Mm. They've just gone, it's good. And you're like, why? And they're like, because it gets people involved in democracy. And you're like, okay, but what if people don't want to and they don't really care about politics? Well, they should. Why? Yeah. Like, you know, and they just go, well, because it's good and it involves it. Why? Well, it's good. Why is that? Because it involves them in the political system. But what if they don't care? Well, it's good because it involves them in poli- the political democratic system and you just keep going around in fucking circles and you're like, great. So you've, you haven't thought all, about this. All you've done is you kind of guilt, not guilt them, but like strong on them into saying that like the system that they have is what they are, they wanted. Therefore, right. you, you participated in this. You consented because right. this is, you're a part of this democracy. Right. Whereas if you don't, mm. I mean, in a way you're, consenting by i mean one many would argue no that's not true but if you choose not to vote yeah out of it's not that bad if you're doing it kind of thing yeah yeah which is a bit which um, is a, it's a, i think is a better argument than saying like everyone should vote because they have to it's like but if you don't vote then you're complaining about it it's like you yeah. could have made a difference but it's like no because then i opt into this, this system yeah it's just a bit of a funny one um i was i was thinking about this today or maybe it was yesterday i can't remember but I was just thinking, basically, uh, the the Russell Brand kind of influence, and I was just like, because he talks about this, but I'll get into it in just a minute. What his point is, but it's basically as I see, you got like three options. You've got either like let's just say you don't like the system and you want to change the system, whatever way you want to go. You want to go, you know, more government involvement, less government involvement, same about same thing, but you want to alter a few things, whatever it is. Um, there's basically as I, as I see it, three. Um, broad categories and how to do it. It's basically change it from within, mm-hmm. change it from outside, and then create a parallel um, exterior system. So just quick bop, dot points on those would be like change it from within. So like let's just say you're a bureaucrat. You can have two options here just for the sake of simplicity. You're you're a bureaucrat and you're working for the Department of Defense, blah, 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 you know, whatever. You've got three programs. I'm making this up completely. You've got three programs um, and they a lot, you know, they overlap 30% yep. and one of those could be completely reduced under this other one, blah, blah, blah. These three programs are costing, you know, $220 million to keep going every year. That's cheap. You just go, wow, um, I'm a guy. I think I can, you know fix this, I know everything that's going on here, how about I propose a new system, it's only going to cost 60 million and we can get rid of that 20, 220 million maintenance fee and just cut it down to 60 and do the entire job that we need and get rid of these parts that are not needed. There you go, you just change that thing. And then from an electoral point of view, you know, if you're you know, someone on the crossbench or something in the Senate, you can demand, um, the, the bloody word just fell out of my head, um, an amendment to a bill and then say, I want this in there or else I'm not voting for it. That's one way to do it from inside. Another way of outside, the easiest one is just to say activism, you know, and um, protesting. This isn't to talk about the effects of how uh, effective these strategies are. I'm just saying these are some of the strategies. These are strategies. You know, you could, um, what's it called? Why am I blanking a lot? You know, when you get like survey signatures. A petition. Petition. 
get petitions going. Um, and then the other way, and then non-profits would be in that, but I would kind of align that 50-50 depending on the situation with the parallel system, which is, you know, you create a parallel system outside of it. A good example would be cryptocurrencies, um, you know, farmers markets in a way they're avoiding goods and services tax if depending on the farmers market um, and little things like that. So Russell Brand talks about creating alternate systems, but I don't see what he's doing. He talks a lot about doing it, not a lot, but he t- he mentions it. He's like, he would argue we've got to create parallel, but uh, I don't see what he's doing. Like, I'm like, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, but he's yeah. he could go, well, I am doing a parallel, which is providing news on a global stage that uh, is an alternative to the mainstream media. I would just categorize that under the second, not the third. You know, that's not internal, though. No, it's external. He's yeah, yeah. fighting the system yeah. externally. He's fighting. But he's, he's making a parallel option for people who want to consume news that don't want to consume it through. It, yeah, but that's I'm true. But it, sorry, I should be clear. If we're talking about changing society, then sure. I'm true. saying like changing but a structure. Is, if, but if we're talking about government specifically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then no. Yeah, no, he's not doing that. But I'm saying like in terms right. of changing a structure, which yeah. his structure, he in culture he, at large. Yeah. His is um, media, like yep. news, which is notable events, weather and sports. I don't see him do weather and sports, but. Notable events. Yes. He's got the knee. For those that don't know, it's an acronym. Yeah, yeah news is an acronym, yeah. which is cool. Good one. Um, but yeah, uh, I agree. I think I think that's pretty reasonable. And I, I don't know what the best is. I think... Yeah, I think they've all got certain spots of um, what's going to be most effective where. Because good luck protesting the Department of Defense in your country saying, you're overspending on this. This isn't good enough. Whereas if you are in the department, like you're a bureaucrat or you're a soldier who's directly dealing with a fucking thing, then you suggest it internally. You're probably going to have better luck actually changing those three programs I've just made up mm. and make pulling them under one and saving money. You know, people will be like, "That's actually a good idea." You know, obviously you're going to get the bureaucrats who don't give a fuck. But the and sad thing go, is, I don't care, and that's where, my job. This is blah, my blah, blah. retort, right? Mm. The money comes from private contractors all the time. Mm-hmm. And the private con, it's not like they're just unnecessary spending. So there's, there'll be people in there that go, you're f- fucking this up for me. Yes. Which is not evil, but it's definitely not aligned to the public interest. The public interest. So they go, this is the deal. And if this deal comes, falls through, I don't get my bonus mm-hmm. after I've, like, retired. and some people would be lose their jobs. Some people would kill people over that. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. Yeah. Um, or at least, like, career kill. So. I'm like, because I see it all the time. I mean, my project I'm working on right now is being like literally shanked like in a prison C block cell, right? Mm-hmm. Because of some guy who wants to basically have his own interest and interject his project, his shitty version of a project and replace ours. And it's worked because he basically whispers in the person who has right, the coin purse mm-hmm. and like whispers and sucks his wiener. Yeah. And so we're basically being thrown out and I'm basically being... Cronies. Tri- yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, another news, Tim. Mm-hmm. United Nations have joined up mm-hmm. with the World Economic Forum. <laughs> have they? Yeah. So now it's official. It is official. So do you know the capacity of that? Uh, they'll be providing funding and sponsoring of the World Economic F- uh, Forum for their 2030 agenda, officially. Finally, there you go. Um, and will be and the the the, the, the scary thing, mm-hmm. or I say the fact of it, not the scary thing, because we don't have opinions here about this at all. The scary, the fact, um, is that they can. World Economic Forum couldn't do anything. They're just a form of advisors, but the United Nations have the power to 
enlist worldwide laws. Like, across Do the, they, though? Yes. Okay. Because I know they've got a lot of policies that they said we want enacted, and I think they can just influence governments, they, but they, I don't they, think they, they can... They'd be careful, but they, they'd be, like, you know, a bit political, but they basically, if, government, if governments agree... Yeah. Um, but I think that's the that's the point. I don't think they can actually do something. No, no, they but can't. But that's a step but, in the direction. Yeah, you have need to have like a, a majority of governments say, "Yeah, we're doing it," and the others who go, "I don't have an opinion on this," um, or they want it sustained, do, and then basically it depends abstain, on yeah. uh, abstain. Sorry, depending on the, the I kept saying sustain abstain. I kept uh, sustaining their sanity. Yeah, and depending on the. Thank you for that, because we kept saying that a lot, and no one corrected me this whole time. Um, depending on the... They must be stains. I can't remember who it was with. Um, depending on the people that, like, depending on the severity, the US government might go, yeah, we're going to nuke you if you don't do this. And then enough will go, yeah. Or they go, okay, you don't have to participate in this, but, you know, you don't get the benefits. It depends on what the severity and how people want to play. Um but there might definitely be speculation. Mm-hmm. I speculate there will be surveillance laws for shizzles coming in. So real quick, sorry to cut you off, but who who who's the WEF, my guy? What are they? What's the World Economic Forum? I haven't heard of these people. Who are they? I'm being the viewer. Uh, the World Economic Forum, Google them. Uh, there's a big, big name. <laughs> who <laughs> the are big, they? Google. No, it. big name is I don't know how they started, but the big name is like Clash Warp. He's like a big main piece for it, and basically the gist is that they. I think the general message is to improve uh, improve equity across the world, so that people like you know you can re- reduce um, like impoverished societies, impoverished people, um, so everyone can have access to water, have access to food. Um, basically, in a way, create socialism. Um, Should I read their stated beliefs? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, um, stall time for me. Yeah, so basically that's the gist of it. I mean, that's not I, I added the socialism part, but like, you know, they're they're like, you know, we want everyone to have access to water, and like, basically the, the you know, what I assume they think is you know human rights, but I don't know what. All right, I got it. So I've got their. I'm on their website. I'm on their. Um, what's our mission? This but, is. But it's a forum full two of and a half paragraphs. Millionaires, billionaires. I think Bill Gates is on it. Yep. Um, Scomo's in it. Scomo's in it. A lot of world leaders are in it. Um, um, Trudeau's in it. The yeah. a lot of global leaders. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, I think they've. I think he literally said, "There's a there's a quote of Mister Mister Schwab saying uh, we've penetrated half of the cabinet in Canada." Far out. So uh, yeah. Anyway, okay. So I'll read. This is from their website. Um, this is on this is uh, on their about page. Our mission. So the World Economic Forum. So bear with me. This will be yep. a minute and a half read. <clears throat> then we talk about the UN and then the 2030 agenda for yep. the viewers. Um, okay. The forum engages the foremost political, business, cultural, and other leaders of society of society to shape global, regional, and industrial agendas. It was established in 1971 as a non-for-profit headquartered in Geneva, Switzerland. It is independent, impartial, and not tied to any special interests. The forum strives in all its efforts to demonstrate entrepreneurship in the global public interest while, while upholding the high standards of governance. Moral and intellectual integrity is at the heart of everything it does. One more paragraph. 
Our activities are shaped by a unique institutional culture founded on the stakeholder theory, which asserts that an organization is accountable to all parts of society. The institution carefully blends and balances the best kinds of organizations from both the public and private sectors, international organizations, and academic institutions. We believe that progress happens by bringing together people from all walks of life who have the drive and influence to make the positive change. Read our blah, blah, blah here. That uh, sounds really good. Yeah, it sounds great. Um, what I didn't notice is that they've, uh, they focus on academic uh, organizations too. Oh yeah, I I had we knew that, but like I didn't realize that the WEF was the was a big instigator and in thought like you know enforcing thought leadership and shaping uh, academia. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to because I was going to get up the twenty thirty. Maybe I'll look that up. Yeah, we please look it up. And then the United Nations they came out basically. Um, a lot of countries signed on to the United Nations after World War Two, so we can prevent more world wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically deal with, um, you know, threats and, you know, you know, bad dictators or, you know, like slippages in, in government, government, um, in terms of the global stage. Now, I, I guess it's a question of like, who gets to say what, like if, if a dictator comes in, mm-hmm. um, or a monarchy comes in, who's to say that that's evil necessarily? Um, for example, for those that are paying attention at close at home, our society technically is being dictated by a monarchy. Um, the queen is what? I'm just Hang on. <laughs> yeah, go, go. The, the queen. I want you to read that from the top, by the way. The queen is a monarchy. So technically we are owned and uh, like. Owned we are off, subjects. We are subjects of, uh, I guess. Her majesty. Her majesty, uh, an oligarchy, uh, you know, a, a, what is it? A dictatorship? It's not a dictatorship in per se, but it's like a. Who, her? Yeah, what are they called when it's like one central um, leader? Oh, autocrat? Is it? Yeah, autocrat, oh, I think. Let me look it up. Gen- general gist, right? Whatever, so, it doesn't even So the gist is, is like, they don't have to be evil, but who gets to say that, you know, uh, an autocrat or a dictator or a government is, uh, you know, a, a bad guy or not? And I guess, you know, enough people go, yeah, he's a bad guy. And it's like, well, it's okay for him, for us to bomb his, you know, temple. So that's basically just the UN. They make the, no, I put a bad spin on it. I'm trying to not be intellectually dishonest, but basically, just is is like you know aligning the United Nations or the United Nations mm-hmm. um, onto you know civil causes and to for, yeah trying I guess, to be diplomatic instead of war. Yeah, which, um, which is true. It's because lot, they lot, failed in World War One with the League of Nations. Whoops. Yeah. Whoopsie daisy. Right. Round two. A lot less wars though. Yeah. Well, there's less deaths now than ever in yeah. war. Um, Dude, I didn't realize how many deaths were in Stalingrad. Yeah. Like, it was like two million. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I haven't got the page up, but I saw something hilarious. I've Please got, read it. I've got a um, Forbes article <laughs> from 2016, and it, I haven't clicked on the actual article, but it says, Welcome to 2030. I own nothing and have no privacy, and life has never been better. World Economic Forum. Okay. Then I've got something from Reuters or Rout, yeah, it's Reuters from 25th of February, 2020, 2021. That was weird. 2021. False. The World, Econo- <laughs> World Economic Forum 
does not have the stated goal to have people own nothing and be happy by 2030. So I don't know what's going on there, but maybe people don't like this and we're going to push that on the ground. Dude, I'm going to clip this and I'm putting like right now, Clash Schwab saying, like, saying it, yes. like one month ago. I was just going to say, get him saying it. So uh, I don't even want to get up to it, but uh, yeah, so we'll see. Um, look, let me be clear. Um, I'm not a big fan of bugs. Let me put it like that. No. Uh, or pods. People would understand. The people that know, no. But um, let me just say this, because surveillance is a pretty big thing at the moment. Um, I will say that there are a lot of people who are very much for civil liberties who make um, a legitimate argument for surveillance not being a problem. So they say, you know, if we had cameras in every corner, then crime would go down. So I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I don't believe this myself. Um, in ter- sorry, I shouldn't say I don't believe it because I suppose it's a fact, but I don't desire it. Um, you know, if we had cameras everywhere, we'd have a lot more information on people. There'd be a lot less crime. And if there was crime, we'd have a lot more information on where to start, where they headed to, yada, yeah, yada, yeah, yada. Yeah. Which is not true, which is not untrue. And that happens now, right now, with private private civilians um, giving in, uh, giving police cameras to yes, police. Yes, CVS or whatever um, it's called. Um, yeah. So, you know, I hear those people. The kind of counter-argument to that is, well, we don't know what these people are going to do with all this surveillance. You know, there could be nefarious purposes. There might not be. I don't want to be onto that risk. And then a lot of people would say, well, that's fine if you want to opt in, but I don't want to have a say. I don't want to be – I don't want you to track me, blah, blah, blah because um, that's none of your business and people will be like, well, if you've got nothing to hide, then you've got nothing to fear kind of thing. But, yep. you know, that kind of goes back to, well, I don't really consent, so go fuck yourself. And the other people yep. go, well, I want a safer world, so go fuck yourself. So, you know, that's where you get the contention. Um, but I can hear both sides. Mm. I personally line, you know, eventually at the end of that lineup to like, go fuck yourself. I don't want to be recorded. This is none of your business. I think it's I easier. I may or may not be doing something wrong, but it is none of your business. Yeah, I think it's easier to... Um I've, I've got walls th- that aren't clear for a reason. I always thought um, it's better to like punish someone after they commit a crime um, than before they do. And I think that's what I don't like about. And this is this is kind of my issue is they they're purposefully molding in, like they said, like again, Clash Web is going like the the point of this twenty thirty agenda is that we incentivize people to be good citizens. Like good subjects to this, the government, not good, good, good tax cattle, not basically not good people, but good citizens. And what does that necessarily mean? I think like if it made it ambiguous, good people, then I'd be less concerned. But citizens to me is like in the interest of the government, not interest of the people. Um, maybe I don't understand the definition of citizens. So maybe I just like contradict myself. I don't know, but... Um, I'll look it up. I think it's just but basically they're going to influence the people by punishment and reward systems based on actions you do. So to me that it's concern because that's too much meddling because we already have that system in place now and it works. You do a crime, you go to jail, you get fined. You don't get rewarded or you don't get act new access to things based on doing extra stuff. I think that's a beyond the boundary and I don't think that's fair. Um can I, can I be? Can I counter you? I don't believe this, but I'll just play devil's advocate because I feel like it's um, right to. You know, we don't have the Chinese um, social credit system. Not yet. People would say we do. Um, 
you know, if you don't earn enough money, then you can't get a mortgage, which will, uh, you know, afford you a better home, even if you've been working just as hard as someone else. Um, if you've committed crimes... Free market, you, you though, right? You won't be um, allowed uh, certain... Uh, <laughs> certain licenses or permits to do certain activities. Yep. So we can talk about, you know... If you, well, if the, you lose your, license, your driver's license so many times, you, you they won't give it to you. And if you've driven drunk, then there's delays on it. And I'm sure in other countries, you just straight yep. up banned. Um, if you've committed violent crimes and you can't get a firearms license, even if you were 17 or whatever. So... Um, and there's the, a the big asterisk on violence. It depends on what it is. Right. Like a threat saying, I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. And then I don't even want to talk into like false allegations, yes. like where it's just like, well, my missus at the time said I punched her. I never did. Now I can't do X, Y, Z. Or they, oh, she got a restraining order. Yeah. Um, and that's now, yes. Yeah. So, false flags. So what, what would you say to that? Um, would you just say, I guess you're right, but it's not to the same severity of where China is? And I no, don't want to go any further? Or? I think because it's... Uh, I feel like no, because there's no access to things to being a good person. Like all these, all those examples was someone doing something dumb or silly and they get those accesses removed. Um, but in China, you do things and you become a good citizen. Then you start gaining access to uh, state things. Whereas now it's like you basically, here like, you get access to everything. It's a blank canvas. I'll, yeah, I'll give you a good example because for some people that don't know, if you've, your social credit score, I don't know the numbers precisely if they work in a sphere of 2,000, but let's just say it's 2,000. It's hard to earn, easy to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, if you're at 1,200 but you've got to be at 1,350 to go on a train or a tram, you can't. You don't qualify because you've you know, said disparaging thing, you've acted poorly in public. Well, you're not allowed to lead the country. Right. So there's, there's you know, going on a bus, going on public transport, um, starting a business, you know, whatever it is. Um, th th there's some little things. I don't know the ins and outs, but they're just a couple I know of. Yeah. Um, so obviously if you compare the two of us, Australia and China or, you know, the West and China, we're not there. But I think it's kind of a fair critique of some people who go, well, we're, th we're there. It's just we're not as far. So we've already crossed that. We've opened the door. We've taken a few steps. We just haven't investigated the whole house. And as soon as we open those doors, we'll be I there think, too. I think the door is start, the start getting gaining access through like, through reward-based systems. Mm -hmm. uh, that's when I'm like, damn. Like if you if, – because I think, you know, if you – if you report to people, you report to the government people doing stuff or like not necessarily you know bad stuff, but just well, that happened during COVID here. Yeah, I know. And so you'd get marked up and at one point, um, and I don't know. It's just like what I'm scared about is that once you get the state-run cameras and there's like a department or a commission on it because it's not there's no there's no really no commissions at the moment, but you know we call like migration the Migration com Commission or some sort of Human Migration Commission or something, which is about migration data, which is about where you are, at what time. And, and they'll make cameras, it sound nice and fluffy. Yeah, and with cameras, what are you doing? So it'll be like an anti-crime anti, anti, anti -crime commission mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, a street anti-street crime commission or crime, you know, whatever. Because they, ha they have access. It's not a conspiracy. They have access to your migration data now. They might argue there's no point then. And they probably won't scrub your data, but they have access to it. Um, but they can see where you are at all times, like through your um, hot, through your, you know, who you're calling, through your GPS, they can see where you are. And then once they get cameras, they can see what you're doing. Um, and if they have access to your uh, bank logs and bank transactions, which I 
think they do, they can see what you're purchasing or where you're purchasing from and all they need to go to is to that business and go, we've got a warrant, you know. Whatever. Yeah, and, and, so, that, and they've caught murderers like that. They had their phone on and they just looked at their location on Google yep. um, and this guy went to the woods and he dropped the body off here, Damn. came back and acted like nothing and, and they've got people that way. And uh, that is a good, I think that's a good... Um, but yeah, that's right because that goes to the surveillance. Hey, can be used well. Let me give a... But, but to be clear, yeah. bad people... Mm-hmm. Exists less than they did ever than ever before historically. Do you think so? Uh, like the seventies and eighties, there's less crime. No, I know there's less crime, but like literally, like serial killings and all that stuff. There's much less of that now. Okay, um, I, I still don't know if that would mean there's less bad people. Someone I, there like, was something somewhere that suggested that because of the um, psychotropics and the things that people were like, you know, PTSD from parents coming from back from war. Um, and like other things that were going on, and I think the, the certain drugs they were taking, mm-hmm. as well as um, what is numbing enough people that yeah, and there was something else that was like basically making people psychotic, but it was also something about um, early days like leaded, like lead, like leaded petrol, um, made people like psychotic, um, which yeah, is totally. why people there's like a murder spike, like literally, like twenty years after. It came out kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Which which, I'm like, hmm, that's interesting because it could be like an unintentional thing that just happens to relate and like be as an influential factor that just pushed everything into such craziness. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that, you know, more crimes means it like more more laws equals less crimes committed. Um, but I don't know. I don't think that a mass surveillance across everyone. Um, I think it would mean the opposite. I'm just saying like massive violence right now, mm. I don't think is the answer to stop crime because yep. you're not going to stop crime. You're just going to be able to catch the predator, but that doesn't mean like, you know what I mean? Like it's not actually fixing the root cause. Yeah. It's still useful to deliver justice. Look, I'll give you an anti. But they can still deliver justice now without seeing people's behaviors and like yes. tracking, you know, face tracking. Everything. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say on that side I'll give you the pro and the con the pro which is a lot weaker than the con in my opinion the pro is well they're going to be able to you know give you know victims or relatives of victims justice more often with surveillance even if it's not as much as they promised the the, the anti to that is um, to not that point specifically but surveillance in general if they have this and you've got the so called conspiracy theorists out there that they say the government will use this against us look at Hong Kong in 2019 they were heavily surveilled you know, uh, people were criminalized for what they said, for what they were doing. Mainland China wanted to take over Hong Kong. Um, look at what happened. Um, you know, they were the OG mask wearers, literally wearing masks so they couldn't be surveilled, wearing clothing which fucked with the um, cameras, you know, the camera patterns and how they recognize um, things and, and they you know, started phone. taking down fucking soaring well not soaring but they were like whatever I guess they were soaring down fucking facial camera re- uh, recognition poles with the cameras on top of them um, sh- shining bright lights at them so you know if you want to say you know I hear the point of the this can benefit society but when you recognize that there are things happening right now where this isn't some you know, hypothetical. What if Moody. the government went bad? You know, that happened to Hong Kong. Yep, they 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 crossed the, pe- the line. They they they, the line. they went there. They that go. Happened. We're gonna. We sorry to but to add to it. It's like it's saying 
belligerent, like, we're going to round up all your cats and dogs and beat them in front of your children. Like, you're like, no, you're not. That we're not you're not doing that. Like, that, like, you know, they're like, well, we, people don't need pets anymore because they're, you know, they're, 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 they're providing, they've got a virus and it's easier to kill a pet than it would be to kill your child. So it's like, let's just go round all the cats. We either take them away or we beat them up in front of you. I don't know. But it's like, a lot of people would riot on the streets of that. So, you know, if you're going to get, like, repercussion for, you know, literally protecting your family, although it's a, a pet, but it's, like, unreasonable abuse to this animal you love and care about, you know, it'd be pretty crazy and disgusting. Like, I, sorry, I want you to continue your point. I was just trying to say, like, I'd, like an example that you'd be pretty crazy that you're going to now go to jail mm. because they, they, you got caught going to that area yeah. at that time. Yeah, so... Um, to protest. And I, and I mean, like, let me not put it riot, like, but protest. Yeah, and let me say, let me throw on top of that. You know, I'll finish the Hong Kong point. You know, so you know that happened in Hong Kong, black and white. So even people that weren't going to the protest but were at the protest because they went to get a sandwich or they went to get a coffee, they were like, "Oh, GPS." Or to save there. people because of, um, like, people got jailed for even in America for um, being at uh, the black- January sixth. The January sixth, um, like medics and like Black Lives Matter rallies and stuff like that. And, like people who were like, people gonna go anyway. We'll just go. We, we I got first aid training. Um, if people are gonna get hurt, I need to like help them. Mm-hmm. And then they were getting arrested and yep. beat up for helping. And the other thing would be the Victorians when COVID was going at a good time. Um, I think 2020, 2021, the protests going on there. The police were door knocking Victorians' homes, saying, "Were you there? You know, mm. we've got photos. Were you there? You can look. There's a few videos out there of people literally filming the cops. You know, the cops coming to the house at like nine thirty at night, which is a little bit not on. It was like four of them, five of them. Yeah, the the one I saw, there was three, and there was another one where there was like, you know, anyway, um, you know, one dude." stepped off his lawn to get his bins a neighbor called the cop said you're not allowed to do that find him so wow yeah but that's not so much a surveillance thing that's a reporting thing like we were saying before with you know which is was which was made in in world war ii nazi germany uh well just nazi germany in general um that's what happened most people got sent to camps or or jailed and russia and north korea and china um I don't know about now, but definitely in the previous previous life, people got sent because neighbors would report you. There was no like evidence. It was just my I neighbor saw did this. So, did, yeah. so um, it's a little bit spooky. Uh, not looking forward to it. Yep. Um, one thing I will say is um, they, I think, if I, and I might be, this is coming out of my ass, take this with a, a pound of salt. They have mentioned that they did want to do, you know, Agenda 2030. They have said they've wanted to do that for years. And they said in the past they wanted it to be 2020. Yes. And they fucked it up somehow. So let me just say, when governments are generally involved, and not always, but generally, um, things are usually slow. So for those out there who are trying to think, I want to be squared away financially or in in terms of my life, um, you know, and you're like... Well, it's twenty. It's twenty thirty. That's how long I've got till. Um, but if you're like, well, you know, Tim's just told me that I've got 
you know, if you, if I might be a bit late, Five it might years, be twenty thirty six. Yeah, it might be twenty thirty five. So I'm gonna rela- I'm gonna relax a little. I would maybe just say, hey, um, they can be efficient when they want to be. And considering in twenty nineteen, if you told me we would be locked down and a lot of people would be, you're not allowed to really leave your home or yada 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 in a lot of places in the world, uh, I wouldn't have believed it. Who knows what they can do in the next, you know. Seven, eight years. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't go like, well, I might yeah. have another five years longer, three years longer than I thought. You know, keep up the hustle and the grind if you're doing so. But if you don't care, hey, whatever. So, so and I think to add to this, and I think this is kind of like the Reserve Bank, RBA, um, uh, what's the American one? Uh, ACB? Australia, uh, American Fed. Central Bank? The Fed. The Federal, Federal Reserve. Reserve uh, Federal Reserve, yeah. yeah. But isn't it American Central Bank? Yeah, it's just called the Fed. Yeah, there's the Fed, and then there's um, I can't remember UK's one. Anyway, um, there is a YouTube channel as an economist and a financial advisor called Interest of the People. Um, yeah, basically they're spe- like they're Australian. There's a UK guy and an Australian guy yep. on a YouTube channel based in Australia. Yep. So the gist is there. There's a recent video they put up about their um, speculations. Like they're not conspiracy theorists. It's got nothing to do with this or got nothing to do with like world domination. But they're economists, you know. Um, so yes. so this sorry. John I just had- want to put a good lens on the fact that this is not coming from like a tin hat. It's yeah. like coming from a person yeah. who is in not in bed, but is friends with and advises and was a lib. One of them was a liberal. John Adams is an economist. He used to work for the Liberal Party in 2011 and 2012. I want to say roughly about that, give or take a year. Yep. And then um, and has since Martin North is a British, I think expat. And now he's an Australian citizen, and he's heavily in um, finance. I forget yep. specifically and, and, what he is. So economist and finance guy. Yeah, but um, he was, I think he's like not like he's liaised with the current liberal members um, uh, that are like and in Labor, party. But yeah, yeah. But in party, right? Yep. I was saying like, yeah, like he knows people in government. Yeah. Um, I think he's friends with and they, they're fans of the show. They watch the show. Um, but basically there's a speculation that the, uh, the um, what am I blanking right now? The Central Bank. The Central Bank of Australia. Thank you. The CAB. Um, the CBA. RBA. CBA. No, that's no Central Bank. The RBA is the Royal. The Central of Bank Australia. of America, CBA. But they no, but I think ours is RBA, right? Ours, ours is RBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm not really telling a good story here. Basically, <laughs> there's speculation that the interest rates will rise. Um, I wouldn't. I'm not going to go into the the, the like the mechanisms as to why, but the interest rates will rise. They'll probably see a plateau in. Um, market growth um, and that houses might go down a bit but they'll probably kind of just settle because um, I think if if you if the bubble pops too hard the whole country is just going to pop right because um, Australians we're 60 are too some, leveraged we, on we're like leverages. almost 60% leveraged like our banks our big banks are 60% leveraged so all the money that they have and have lent out is in houses. Um, and Australia, I think, is pretty up there in terms of first world countries to be the most leveraged yeah. for mortgages for homes specifically. You know? Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty, like their products, it, yeah, it's pretty scary. And they've got a good video. Sorry to cut you off, Frank. Yeah, go for it. Go for but there's, it. Do you want to speak to it? I'll speak on it. I think you're better. Well, I don't know exactly where you're going, but they've got, there's four big banks in Australia. Is it four? Why am I being blank? Is it four? Westpac, ANZ, Commonwealth Bank, and I NAB? think. NAB. NAB. 
Whatever. And then it's like Bendigo, but... Whatever. Anyway, I think Bendigo's under West... Anyway, whatever. Yeah, right. Um, long story short, they did a video breaking down the bank's policies, which they updated in the middle of 2020, or maybe the start of 2021 anyway, it doesn't really matter, where they basically said, if we default, meaning the banks can't pay off their loans because they're fucking too in debt, and they, you know, th- you know they can't pay off their loans... Um, you know, you as the customer, some of their policies, I think three of the four banks, you don't actually own your money if push comes to shove. Mm. And one of the banks was a bit of a gray area. So it was a bit like, well, we don't really know. But three of them updated it. And same with the New Zealanders. They had a few of their banks do the same kind of thing. So if you're an Australian or a New Zealander, that, that video you'll be able to find out there. I don't know what the title is, but just do a bit of hunting. You'll, you'll figure it out. Um, Martin North tends to intro the videos with a little bit of, this is what we're talking about. So just click on five, you'll, pre- you'll figure it out. So if you want to figure that out, I would suggest, well, that information might be useful yeah, to you. For that. I suggest looking at what bank you're with and recognize the policies because they go somewhat in depth, if I remember correctly. This is a good year and a half ago. Um, wow, that's scary, man. So yeah, so you don't technically own it. Um, and what about the guarantee? Like kind of what about the, the hundred? I think it's a million, but I think maybe it's now the hundred thousand dollar guarantee from the government. For yeah, if yeah, 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 I I don't know what it is. Um, I'm not sure. So yeah, um, keep that in mind. So they changed that mid-pandemic. Wow. So the banks did. What I was going to say is that the interest rates are going to rise. The markets will slow down. Um, the. Um, Houses might crash a bit. They might not, depending on how crazy the increase is. But it's not gonna. It's gonna be a bit of a shake. And then there's a proposal that there will eventually become a negative interest rate. So the interest rates will go back down to like one percent, or even touching very close to zero, if not lower. Um, banks are ready to have negative interest rates paid to their customers. And what that means is that if you have money in the bank, they will charge you, or there'll be a negative interest. There'll be negative interest. So you have to pay them to store the money. But they'll probably end up becoming fees, like bank fees, um, which aren't peculiar, unpeculiar, like impe- you know, they're not they're not odd. A lot of banks had fees for a long time, um, like you know, five dollar monthly bank fees, except for people under the age twenty one. So that was like a pretty common thing. I think like uh, people under twenty five have to pay uh, over twenty five. A lot of banks have the fee that you have to pay um, for that, but. I think the big thing is that basically I think it'll be determined on based on how much money you got in the bank. You'll be charged fees, um, which, again, not good. Not so, so I'll just quickly read the RBA, so the Royal, the, you know, the Reserve Bank of Australia. Uh, can I finish the thought there? Sure. Oh, I did, um, but basically, the banks, if interest rates go down to like you know one percent, um, from two percent to one percent, there's a speculation that um, there's a correlation that house prices. I think if if interest rates half. Every time interest rates halve, house prices go up by 30%. Yeah, they go oh Yeah, they so, go up or down 30%. Is the, yeah. Yep, so if they double, it will go down 30%. But if it halve, it goes up 30%. So if interest rates go from 2% to 100%, we're looking at house prices going up another 30% from here on going forward. So that's scary. Yeah. Like these, how you're looking at a house that was $1 million, which was before, you know, you know 700,000, 800,000, $1 million. Um, and that's just from the, the interest rate change, not just from general, mm-hmm. you know, um, inflate, you know, house price or assets going up. Um, that's very scary. And I feel like people, to me, it seems like people are going to get sh- shook Shwacked. out, shook out out of the house market 
And this goes back into that thought of like, you won't own anything because you literally will get kicked out. Um, and yeah. this is not for evilness. I think it's for a protection of themselves. The like people who work at RBA, bureauc- bureauc- bureaucracies, um, politicians are all there to protect themselves. So someone has to pay the buck somewhere. So they'll probably go, well, we'll do this to you know fix up our stuff. We'll time it. We'll make sure we're in the markets right. We'll become a bear market. So we get to you know, figure things out. Mm. And sorry, guys, a lot of people go homeless. Yes. But um, you go your thought. Yeah, and it's well known when people are unemployed, a good percentage, I don't know it off the top of my head, commit suicide. So um, so let me just say, officially for the RBA, and the Fed in America is doing the same thing. It's not the same rates, but you understand what I'm about to say, and other countries out there are doing the same thing. So the RBA hiked the cash rate from 0.25 to 0.35, and they've said we're going to do more in the future. So they're saying... And the cash rate for those... No, sorry, no. Uh, they're going to go to 1.5 by the by the year end this year, and they saying they want to be From around what, sorry 0.25. 0.25. So we were at 0.15. I think we're at 0.1 at one point. Um, so then they expect to be by about two percent by mid next year. So we'll see. So again, to keep so sorry, in, to keep just hang on. Hang on. 0.25 but, or and now it's going to be 1.25. So it's going to be 1.5. From 0.25. From 0.25. So it's now, so it's just gone up to 0.35, if I got that right. Uh, and this also... So, sorry. they they So it was 0.1, I was right, and they took it up by 0.25 to 0.35%. Yep. And, and, and oh, hang on. I've got something to add about um, banks were... Just before you get to that, the whole point of this, by the way, them upping interest rates, the main argument is generally for inflation purposes and because we've had a very uh, – how they track it, we've, the currency is inflated quite a lot. And same with America, same elsewhere. So this is their main argument. So, you know, they're not doing this to fuck everyone. But, um, you know, once again, the there's a lot of people saying no one could have predicted this. Um yeah, there's been people predicting it for years and kind of um, like one person comes to mind, Peter Schiff. He was calling the um, the housing crisis in 08, the global financial crisis. He was calling it, he was on TV getting famous in 2005 in America, yep. calling it then and he was calling it before then. So people have been calling it out and that doesn't just mean weird people who have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't just, you know, it's, it's a, very disingenuous to say nobody... Peter Schiff? I don't yeah. think so. I think he's like 600 fucking million or something like that. Anyway, sorry, what were you going to say? Um, and this is also APRA, compounded, I think, APRA or someone, uh, some prudential, some uh, regulation body don't want banks to lend um, close to the interest rate. So if the interest rate, you know, if the interest rate's sitting at 1%, banks, you know, have to sit. I think the, what they were saying is... But, the general gist was banks will sell their product at 2.3 if it's at 1%, but then basically they had to they had to lift it by, I think, two, 20 basis points. So they'd have to have their interest rates push out to, you know, um, you know 2.4, 2.5 or something like that, like literally overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people got upset about it, but I really don't care. It's 20 basis points, like 20 basis. Big deal for America. Yeah, but it's saying 20 basis points for like a house owner. It was just basically 
people having the interest rates is way too low. People are like, like it's basically to stop people from going, oh, I can have a $1.5 million house. It's just pushing them down a little bit. And that's obviously a side of the fact that, you know, banks still have to approve it, but it's basically a non-negotiable approval. It's like, we're not going to give you this rate. Yeah, and look, I'll give the counter because some people will say, well, the banks check. You know, you've got a 2%, you know, interest rate on your mortgage that you're about to take. Well, they stress test everyone. They look, historically, this is how much we've gone up. So if it's 2%, well, we're going to stress test this customer before we approve them for 6%. Um, this person should be able to survive the stress test of 6%. So we'll see what's going on. Yeah, so right. they, strictly, they increased, I think maybe they increased the stress test by 220 basis points. Yeah, so whatever. So they'll change the regulations about that. Um, but, you know, you got to think, in effect, when you go, oh, cool, well, this person can afford their mortgage repayments and the interest, you know, going up and making the mortgage repayments more. Well, you know, true. Right, but then they don't consider well with that, but they don't also consider cost of living increases, which means they don't have as much money to go into the mortgage payments. Which, which that's the funny thing. I think is which isn't on the banks. The the no private sector banks. You know, that's not on them. No, that's more on the RBA in Australia's context. Which is funny because everyone's like, oh, you know, whatever. It's like again, the thing is, people are so silly. Like house prices, I think twenty years ago were like, I think Sydney was like five times the the median income household. Like, oh, like uh, five annual, no, five personal and median annual income. Uh, I think what it's like well. now 17. Yeah, and people go, Oh, but interest rates were higher. It's like cost of living was much lower, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, like, I don't care about cost of living versus like, like, yeah, you have to play it all in account, but it's like just looking at wage and payoff of the house, mm-hmm. not looking at cost of living because cost of living's skyrocketed. Mm-hmm since the GST, since a lot of other things. Um, but consumer electronics have gone down. Yeah, sure, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's because John Howard made consumer, like, the reducer tariffs and consumer electronics. I don't think that's the reason. I think it's just because electronics in general have gone down because the supplies, you know, demand's gone up. Supply chain, people, people things have gone more efficient. Chips have gotten cheaper and smaller. Lots of shit take. Shit take. No. Um, the general gist. But yeah, like, it's just funny that I always get the argument. You're like, I, I there's no point even having the argument, but it's like, at the end of the day, do you want, okay, it's like, you got a house right now. Do you want to sell your house? I'll buy it from you. And then you go look for a house for $1.5 million. Do you, want, do you want a service like a, you know, a $1.2 million loan? That's a lot of money to service. And I don't care if the interest rate's at 1% on a $1.2 million home. That's 12 grand repayments, but you're still servicing the mortgage. $1.2 million. Yeah. I'm like, damn. So for anyone who's, this is all kind of going over your head, the general gist, the lower the interest rate, the more people spend, the higher the interest rate, the more people save. And there, they've kept it too low for too long. And now because of fiscal policy and monetary policy, monetary policy being the interest rate, which has been too low. And now because fiscal policy is too high, um, fiscal policy has been spending too much. Now, the rubbers hit the road. They've had to increase the interest rate. Bing, bang, boom. The interest rate is now going up yep. and they're trying to counteract the inflation, which means your dollar is worth less. That's the gist. Yeah. and as, Which and isn't good for the, the, the average Joe in a, in a sense, but in another sense, it is good for the average Joe because we don't want inflation. But the thing is that I would say is they waited too long. 
and they've been too arrogant and central banks tend to always fuck up their analysis. Um, they always go, oh, we suspect it's going to be this amount and they fuck it up pretty much 99% of the time. Yeah. Which so is- too little, too, not too little, too late, but too fucking yeah. late. And, um, and increasing the houses, we're leveraging 60% of the houses and I think it's like, and this is probably globally, so this doesn't matter just in Australia is in this predicament. I think if Australia's in this predicament, then more likely, not necessarily true, but like, I feel like more likely that everyone else is in the same boat, whether you're in living in like Lithuania, UK, United States, Canada, bloody Turkey, it doesn't matter. Mm. I think it's across the whole globe. And especially, I imagine, especially in Europe, like there's so much collateral, like if small countries start bombing down and going down, rich countries like Germany and France are going to get bombed too. Yeah. Um, and Sorry, go on. So... Like, it's everywhere. Yeah. So while we're speaking of that, because I think we should transition off, one country's doing all right. You wouldn't believe. So the Russian ruble, we'll mention this very quickly. Once I should also say, don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, in depths with uh, central banking and interest rates. and Yeah, and it's not financial advice. I didn't even need to explain that, I think. We're both fucking idiots. And there was no financial advice given. It was just yeah. some... So maybe save more money. Some analysis. And s- yeah. whatever. But I yeah, to finish the thought, yep. without rambling, we have incentives in Australia to invest in property, which doesn't help the situation. And also, we have a lot of foreign investors. I'm not saying Elon Musk or Bill Gates buying property. We literally have the Chinese Commun- Com- Communist Party owning land in Australia, and they're allowed to. They're sold by the Australian government. Australian government will have a bunch of land. We'll sell it. So, pretty shitty because I, I think, like, you know, in honesty, people should be able to globally buy whatever they want globally. But when it's a foreign government, I draw the line there because government is not an individual, right? Sure. But if someone would just say this, the, you know, the Chinese Communist Party would just get a private company to do it on their behalf, which they will. But but that's the, that's the, that's precisely what they do. But we know that that it's sponsored it's, by the it's sponsored by the, go- right, the government. Right, so that's so, the thing. You know, so like, unless no. you go no foreigners allowed, then that would you know. Blah, yeah. Blah. But um, anyway, so the Russian ruble. What the fuck's going on there, Rags? So the Russian ruble uh, has been. Uh, this will be very quick. Pegged uh, to the to gold. It is the one of the first countries to go back to. Gold, Civilization, the gold standard, the gold era, golden era. So I think it was five thousand rubies per rubles, rubles to one gram of gold. It was one or a hundred grams of gold. I think one gram. I'll look it up. Well, it's no, it's like fifty dollars per, like thirty to fifty dollars per gram. No, it's not. Hang on. One kilogram is like fifty thousand dollars, right? So divide that by yeah, maybe fifty thousand. Well, how much is one ruble? Five thousand per one gram. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's like you know, like you know, what's five thousand times? Well, it's like 50, 50, yeah, currently it's like, you know, say 50 per $1 times out by a thousand, like a thousand bucks for a gram. Three days, yeah. yeah. So, 
Um, you know, there was a lot of talk about the ruble being destroyed. Now, let me be clear. I should just say this from the get-go. Don't support Russia. Don't really give a shit. This has got um, nothing to do with... Uh, Ukraine, Russia. But, you know, some pretty strict sanctions were sent on them, to say the least. <laughs> like, literally, United Biden, Joe, Joe, Cuba Joe level. Byron, yeah, was like, McDonald's, you better get out. Yeah, Mac is officially out of Russia. Adidas. Are they out as well? The, the biggest money maker for Adidas. You better get out. Yeah, so... The Slavic uh, nation. So, uh, I don't have the dates in front of Grego's me. Grego's Vodka. You better get out. Yeah, we've now got a lot of Australian companies not selling fucking Russian-made vodkas because we're like, no, nah, not that's doing so it. so like... Anyway, that, that's been going on for fucking months now. Anyway, so the, the, the ruble, um, specifically a few weeks ago, it was at, I think... For just Australian context, it was I think it was um, ninety rubles was worth one Australian dollar, and that was like two or three weeks ago. And now it is, as of recording this, I believe it's forty rubles to one Australian dollar. So f- over fifty percent. So if you increase decrease some, in terms of what way you look at it, all that's where all the money is going to. I literally like sincerely have this thought right now uh-huh. that the money's been put out of crypto. Into ruble, gold, and ruble. You don't think why there would be a I mean, fucking there would be more crash than... in the whole crypto market? No, well, that was because of Luna. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because like the money had to go out and go into something else. You could blame it's Luna, but why? Maybe, but you know, that could, that could just, I think that's correlation or causation, and I think a lot more people than otherwise would have went into the ruble and went into gold. But I think so. I think the the war. The big incentive to go. But why into, wouldn't have they done this two months ago? What do you mean? Why wouldn't have they got out of crypto and went into crypto? Has been like receding since the war because of the sanctions on. Um, it's been going up and down. Yeah, but it's like you know sanctions on um, like Russia. The the like Russia was a huge mining like a, a consumer and miner of Bitcoin and other places. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that was like cut off. Um, or I can't remember exactly whether it was cut off or whether it was just like. No, no, like you know, I I can't remember. That. It was like trade cuts with them and shit. But I don't know how you could actually stop, like Bitcoin. Whatever. But yeah, there was a big, big sell-off and big issue with crypto, um, for the war. Mm-hmm. So. Well, yeah, I know there was a lot of people sending Ukrainians and Russians crypto, yeah, because you couldn't send blah 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 by these banks because you'd get flagged and. How sad is that? Like everyone lives in like that lives in Russia. Isn't like a spy for Russia. It's just getting fucked. Just literally is getting fucked and also hated by the world for being like a nationality. Like it, yeah, pretty cruel. It's pretty fucked. It's um, like when people got spat on for being like Asian, and they might be like Filipino for being like a fucking gook during yeah. COVID. Yeah, yeah it's like, like fucking hey, idiots, man. My guy, that's not me. Yeah, no. So, um, just wanted to quickly mention the ruble. She's going strong. Um, so I think I looked it up. The only other country somewhat backed by gold is Mongolia. So now it's Australia and uh, Australia, Russia and Mongolia. So um, fun facts for you. There you go. Um, so just I think if I got my dates right, I think Nixon bought the Americans off the gold standard in 71 because the French was like, we want our gold. And he went, no, fuck off. And then took them off the gold standard because I think they overspent during the old Vietnam. Um so, yeah, we've been off it for fucking ages, um, like early 1900s. 
um, I think before World War One or I thought we, no, World it was seventy one as well. Us, no. Well, no. So we switched from the imperial system to. Oh, sometime around then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry, um, my thing's conflated. Yeah, so just a quick mention of that. Um, now, the only, you know what, we'll save that one for after. Should we crack on with the news? Yeah, I yeah. Think, um, what was this thing about um, uh, Leon and the OG cuties? What about it? I can't remember. We're going to make a meme. Natalie Portman? Yeah, about the Pink Panther. Oh, yeah, I don't know. What was it? Oh man, I think I just wrote that down because we already, we already spoke about that on the show. Yeah, so I'm, I'm having an easier. Um, um, shall we do some news? Shall we do some news? Yeah. All right, let me drink a bit of water and I can't that's right. kiss. Um, okay, that's fine. Stall for me. That's fine. I'm I'll be back to the podcasters. You're the OGs. Yeah, the OGs. Yo, um, guys, welcome. Hello. Um, those that have just joined um, from the old Hamza cult community, how are you going? Um, thank you for joining. Uh, I enjoy it. I think it's like, without sounding like homo, it's kind of cool to be a part of a community of just like bunch, bunch of random strangers all coming together. Some guys come in and ask some questions and you're able to provide advice. Now, Tim probably heard me flapping my gums a lot. It wasn't like I'm trying to impart advice I like in terms of like how to be a better person, but like a lot of people, uh, it seemed to be in that like, IT computer, like literally, a lot of people have or are getting or want a computer science degree. I was going to save this for after. Because <laughs> I was going to go. We got to. I literally wrote it down. Yeah. I was like, we'll go. Do yeah. So we'll touch on that later. But hello, how what's you doing? the summary? Thumbs up. Why not? Is a cool guy. I think he's pretty cool. And cool. Uh, yeah, thumbs up for me. It's he's good. Somewhat jacked. Fuck yeah! I don't know what he what, what he's eating because he's eating more than. But I, I did. I swear, I. Either I don't train hard enough at the gym, or I, I, I have a shitty diet. But I'm literally tracking my diet, and it's not shitty. I'm within my protein range, but my arms aren't growing, man. Hey, it's all time, my guy. Um, would you like to do the intro for the news? Of course. Hello, and welcome to Milky News, um, the number one news station welcome. on YouTube for pop media, pop culture, pop references. Pop artists, pop corn. Soda pop. Popeye. Stuff. Pop, There's yeah, a lot of you know, popping, popping going your ears on. in We're the popping. tram. Um, um, welcome, yeah. motherfuckers. How you doing? Yeah, so we didn't address this, but uh, last week, this is the week's one week old um, because what happened is I recorded the episode. Um, unplugged and then plugged back in the Atom Mini uh, Pro. Um, and there's a little button that says audio on and off. And what happens is by default, it's off. It, there's no settings you can do. I looked at it like I've looked at it several times. Every time I like, make this mistake, I go look at the settings and make sure there's no default. But by default, it's off. So what happens is it was on, all set up, ready to go. We had a static bit in the episode last week, uh, the week before. Um, and I did address it in the clips, but I don't think it was addressed in the um, podcast, the main podcast. So I do apologize for that, guys. I, I mean, if, if you want, I can re-upload that. Um, but, you know, it depends on whether, you know, it's an issue, whether people got to that far. I think, you know, I don't want to, you know, re-upload something and people think it's a new episode if it's not. Um, but I try to fix that. Um, Try to correct it and make sure everything's all good and all set up. There's no like, you know, static and it turns it off. So literally there's 
three hours and it was a really fun show. I enjoyed it. Three hours of us just talking. Well, no audio. I'm looking at the uh, uh, last week's depressing uh, stuff and I'm like, oh yeah, we talked about this and this and this and you know, blah, we, blah, blah. It was good. It was a fully stacked show. We were talking about OnlyFans, about um, like, you know, having sweat drip from my eyebrows whilst leaning over the camera. Uh, we were talking about, you know, a whole bunch of stuff, you know. Some, some random bits and bobs. Yeah, um, Anyway, sorry about that. Um, probably should have addressed that at the start of the podcast as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Um, well, let's crack on with some motherfucking news. Today, we've only got four bits of news, so it's okay. Let's crack on, all right? We got Avatar 2, The Way of the Water. Uh, trailer came out on May, th- May the 9th. Again, sorry, we're a week late. You get it. You get the point. Um, I've, I've wrote here, you ask and you shall receive. That's what I said last week. Three weeks ago, we did a podcast. Um, you know, we were talking about it. Uh, I said, we've got an official name mm-hmm. for the trailer. Hey, we got the trailer. I said in that episode three weeks ago, I said, we're going to get a trailer anytime soon because we're due for about that. Hey, I was pretty well fucking bang on. I said it's in about two, three weeks. Came in two weeks. Bang on. Anyway, okay. The gist of uh, Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Few, said a few years after... Avatar 1, Jake Sully, if you remember him, living with his family. Uh, There's only one line said in the entire trailer. I knew, you guys have just seen it. I know one thing, wherever we go, this family is our fortress. Kind of pog. I like it. Uh, The bad guys come back, having a bit of a round two, um, some some more fisticuffs, some more... (laughs) Arrows flung. Um, <laughs> some swimming. Some fucking swimming going on. It's looking good. Uh, it does seem that there's a little bit more, um, I don't want to say symbiosis, but, you know, a little bit more teamwork between the humans. Looks like there's a bit of a faction that detached from the um, previous human force because now they're... they're like the scientists or something. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, because if you remember last time, it was about a corporation and then the military and they were working together. The corporation was trying to mine this thing. Whatever. Anyway. Um, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we see the Navi working with the humans. A little bit of cooperation going on. Uh, we've still got Sam Worthington, Zoe Salata and Sigourney Weaver. Obviously, there's going to be more. This comes out December 16th, 2022. What do you think? Looking good? Looking bad? I, I, I grew on it a bit more. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I still don't understand what that like little like Tarzan wannabe is doing. Oh yeah, the small human boy. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. He looks like a bitch. Yeah, he looks like a five foot two beta male amongst those alphas. Yeah, truly amongst these nine foot alphas. So yeah, I think I'm definitely going to try and watch this in fucking theaters. I mean, I wish yeah. I watched Avatar one in theaters. I don't think actually, you know what? I might have with the old 3D glasses. Um, I can I watch in tears too. Yeah, so I'll definitely try and watch this because this looks very good. And very quickly, before we get on the next bit of news, James Cameron developed a specific technology to film underwater, and we heard about that years ago. So yeah, the that's thing been on used the old Milky Show, I think. Yeah, in 2017. Mm. Uh, all right, next bit. My snooze fest. Apologies. Some of you will be poggin. You were more excited than me. House of the Dragon official teaser trailer. I'm keen, dude. Set 200 years before the 2011 Game of Thrones show. It's about a king whose daughter is uh, to inherit the throne. He gets the house um, lords, leaders to swear fealty to a succession. Uh, We got a a bit of a self-aware comment. 
by one of the other females saying to the will-be, would-be character to inherit the throne, the king's daughter, men would sooner put the realm to the torch than see a woman ascend to the Iron Throne. Yeah, classic critical drink of the message. A little fighting, a little bit of battle and a little bit of swords being thrown at swords. We see a dragon egg cooking. Uh, Yeah. It is what it is. I don't have very good vibes about it. That looks like a MacGuffin. Like the MacGuffin. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if they already had it, then it's not so much a MacGuffin, but... No, but it's like maybe they've got to get it or something. Well, it's going to be the Targaryens. Yeah. Of course. Um, So we'll see. Um... First episode comes out August twenty first. What 21st. was the big dragon? Say that again. It comes out. First episode comes out August twenty first. HBO. Sorry, I did interrupt when you said that. Um, was there was a dragon? Um, that was like the big deal, like the big Kahuna in um, the original one. Yeah, Viserys, Dracaras, and someone else. But it was Dracaras was the the big boy, the the big dragon in the original series. For yeah, like no, no, the, no. Uh, no, Dragon was the big one. Yeah, Drogon. Sorry. No, but I'm saying like the big one in the chamber under the under the dungeon. No, there were uh, two of them. But there was a no. But I'm saying there was like the, it was dead. Oh and it yeah. Was massive. Oh yeah, with Tyrion. It was huge. Yeah, I forget. Maybe there was a Targaryens. Um, that is the the big Targaryen like dragon. Maybe I don't know because it was like a big Kahuna dragon that was like the, the the big shit. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. But maybe that's like the MacGuffin egg for like the Targaryens. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just speculating. You are speculating. Um, do you give a shit or not? Yeah, I do. You watch it? I kind of want them to fix what they did. Yeah. But I've still got a sour taste in my mouth. So, yeah. And I don't see much changing. And now we're getting a little bit more of the, the kind of gay messages, which I always bash my head against. I'm like, great. Dude, I, I'm sorry. But like, can't we just see like guys get their heads cut off and like... You know, some politicking, and some if, spying. Know, if you if there's a couple scenes where like a girl gets like predated by some like shitty prince and like she fucks him up, but like you know she comes, you know she's you know got PTSD and her like clothes are ripped. I'm like that's like that was what you know George R. R. Martin is about. You know, like and describing the, food really well apparently. Yeah, but like you know that sort of like scene that makes you feel uncomfortable. That's what made it good. I mean, it's not like for the enjoyment of it. It's like when you feel something, like you're like, good, that's good. But the last season of Game of Thrones wasn't it. No. Like you just, it was just so like frustrating. I think is the best way to describe it. Because you had so much anticipation and I was like, oh boy, that was awesome. And it's like, oh, that was a shitter than expected. Yeah. Travel time was all over the place. Anyway, yeah, everyone knows. I wasn't too bad. I kept the time travel thing, but it's just like so dumb. They're like, I had like killed the Night King. The Night King. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get to the next one. We're halfway through. <clears throat> Hustle. The official trailer came out May eleventh. Uh, a tired basketball scout discovers a phenomenal street player uh, in Spain. Sees the prospect as his opportunity to get back into the NBA and achieve his dream as a coach. Uh, looks great. A lot of human struggle. Yeah. Adam Sandler, Ben Foster, Queen Latifah, and more. Comes out Netflix June 8th, so very soon, in yeah. three-odd weeks or so. Um, I said this last week, and I said it again. Um, I think what I'm really excited about this is it's like Adam Sandler's a big basketball fan. Um, like He goes to the games a lot. 
Um, and he's fucking actually really good at basketball. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really cool for him to start. Like, I feel like Grown Ups was the last time he actually had like a basketball related movie. Because um, <laughs> he played basketball. Yeah, as a kid. Um, and then the, the the whole thing was like them playing another basketball game against like the team they beat last time as like a redemption. Um, so I'm like really, it's like awesome, and it's cool to see him play like a respectable character for a team that's legitimate. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. I'm like, really, really looking forward to it. And like, I think he plays, you know, plays some good homage to like basketball players who struggle and like break through that struggle through like their sport and their natural um, advantages they have in life and hard work. So I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, I, I really like it. I'm definitely going to watch this. This isn't going to be urgent on my list, but I'm yeah. gonna. that's going to be added to the list pretty fucking quick. Yeah. Uh, I like it because we don't have many movies now which are, you know, a lot of struggle, especially for men. Yeah. Like a true, like this isn't fucking dragons. This isn't whatever fucking Navi's eight foot, nine foot blue people. It's relatable struggle. It's a very relatable struggle. And it's kind of, there's one scene in the trailer, you guys have just seen it, where, you know, he's talking to what I presume to be his wife saying, you know, what the fuck am I doing kind of thing. And she goes, this is your dream. Stop being a bitch, basically. And I'm like, I fucking appreciate that. That's that's some fucking good shit. Um, right. This week's news. I only added one. Um, pretty exciting stuff. We've got The Boys Season 3 official trailer. Here's a trailer. We may or may not be in it. Not, we, not the trailer, not, but the, 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 the show. The itself. show. Can neither, 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 neither confirm nor deny. Only Eric Kripke can deny. Or you'll see. Uh, okay, we're continuing on a year after season two. A year's passed. Uh, the boys are still trying to eliminate superheroes, though Billy Butcher and Huey are on the straight and narrow. Billy Butcher's working under Huey. Anyway, uh, complications Billy arise. Billy Butcher's what? Working under Huey. Huey's now in a government agency. Yeah, and now. You know, Billy the Butcher's working under him. What exactly happened at the end of the season? I don't quite remember. I kind of don't want to spoil it in case people haven't watched it. But yeah. the gist is... Um, they got him? Homelander dated the wrong person. The person was a certain old individual from oh, yeah, that's a certain right. time then, period. Then, then the government went, we, thanks for that. We got we got him. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but I think, I think in but s- Billy took it personal and then... What's his name again? Uh, Huey. Huey. Like first season Huey's girl died. Cracked the code though. Like he like solved the case or you know, was the Oh god, I'm stretching I can't my remember. memory. You're stretching anyway, my memory yeah. now. But um, yeah, but yeah so what are you saying? You're gonna say they're on the straight and narrow, uh complications arise, uh they go back to the vigilante ways. Now there's been developed because the whole thing was superheroes were natural. No, they're not. Vought, if anyone remembers the scene. We're a pharmaceutical company, and that's our biggest product. They figured out a serum to create superheroes. Anyway, um, Homelander fucked that up, which is why Vought was angry at him. Anyway, now they've got now someone, whether it's Vought or whatever, has made a you can become a soup for twenty four hours. Uh, that's interesting. Interesting um, kind of philosophical discussion because the whole point is we shouldn't have superhumans because that makes a class. That makes a different class of humans. So that's why Billy the Butcher is trying to kill and eliminate superheroes and he's now going to be becoming it. And that's when um, 
I forget his name. The the black the black dude's character goes like, "This is what we're entirely against," and he's gone. Well, it's twenty four hours. I can now even the playing field, kind of thing. So you get. Yeah, but um, Billy Butcher wasn't. It was more of a vendetta as opposed to principal, as I thought. Whereas, like, um, uh, it what's was, his name? It, he was um, Billy the Butcher was against it, and then his wife, he presumed was, uh, raped and murdered by Homelander. Found out he wasn't. She wasn't raped and murdered. Just yeah. cheated on him and then disappeared. Um, Homelander, who embraced his, who has obviously his problems from season two, dating the wrong person, comes out. Her history becomes public. Yada yada yada. Uh, you can see him kind of like. You can see him saying the exact same shit like it's a script, very sociopathic, which is very well done. Uh, it's not like the, uh, the, not unlike the uh, the news anchors across like. I was going to say that. 900, you know, it was like 96 different local like, channels. stations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he embraces who he is, he says, and doesn't hide it, publicly allows it, and uh, they all fucking love it, apparently. So we'll see what the fuck happens there. Um, first episode or the entire show comes out on June 3rd. I'm so keen. That's a couple of weeks away. I'm on so keen. Amazon Prime. So keen, Tim. That's very good. I'm, I'm pretty keen for it as well. Yeah, that's my. I think it's like my favorite series that's come out out of the like last few years. Oh, I'm thinking it's that or Invincible for me, man. Invincible was oh, Invincible was great, fucking sweet. But I think there's season one of the boys was fucking cool. You were like because it first was ten super, minutes, you didn't man. See it. Yeah, I was like, this looks so cool. Superheroes, um, you know, badasses, um, like. Human dilemma in there. Got a lot of questions like, "Fuck this," you know. These people are fucking sociopaths, and what the fuck's going on? Urban, yeah. You know, you're like, "Ooh," you know, yeah. this is fun because yeah. he played a great role. He I think played in, a great role. So quickly sum it up: um, Avatar Two: The Way of the Water comes out December sixteenth, twenty twenty two. House of the Dragon first episode comes out August twenty first on HBO. Hustle comes out on Netflix June the eighth, and then The Boys season three. First ep- uh, the whole show comes out June 3rd, Amazon Prime. Enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. So excited, boys. So excited. Yeah, so uh, fucking good, dude. That's the end of the, uh, the Milky News. news. Um, hope you enjoy. If you liked it, like, comment, subscribe. If you want, to, if you have any recommendations on how we could do it differently, let us know. Um, put some comments down below. If we missed anything, let us know. Um, you know, what, what are you looking forward to? Tell us what you're looking forward to. Is it the boys or is it Hustle? Come on. What would you say most quickly? I'm kind of thinking hustle if I'm honest. The boys, because it's like in like not many days. Yeah, there's five days between them. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be good, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for fucking watching. See you later. I like it. So, do we mention the elephant in the room first on the path? No. Okay. Uh. Um, so I was going to talk about the the Hamza. Yeah, go for it. So for you, I was going to say you've joined the Discord. Yeah. So okay, hang on. Uh, I'll sum up. Let's get some backstory. Let's yeah. get some backstory for you, and then for, I guess for me, and maybe you have some, maybe have you have some, um, shed some light on what you think how I've tracked. In terms of, just finding myself. Because I don't really... In like, terms of? No, I think it's not like red pill, whatever. I don't really like care all that much. I think it's a useful tool, but I don't really care all that much to like, abide by that like theology. Sorry, just let me pause you. I love the news, but I feel so like, ah, 
kick back and yeah. relax when the news is done. Yeah, um, I can see a body language just open up. Yeah, I'm like, nice. Um, so, so how yeah. are you tracking? No, uh, but go. You're gonna say quickly, just quickly, like you know, you're gonna say like you know some backstory about Hamza. what the fuck this is about, Mr. Hamza. Okay, um, there's a self improvement YouTuber called Hamza Hamza. He's a British bloke. He's about our age. Yeah, he's about a year older than us, yep. something like that. Um, he's uh, living his life, self improvement, getting after it, yada yada yada. Makes YouTube videos. Um, I like him. I only discovered him maybe eight months ago, six months ago, something like that, somewhere in that realm. Um, good dude. Seems like a genuine dude. He's not like sociopathic. I don't get that vibe. I get that vibe every now and then with people out there where I'm like, there's something wrong with this fucking guy. But it could, this, they could be sociopathic or be autistic. And yeah, yeah. It but I, I, there's always some. I, you got to see people, how they talk in person. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so yes, he's self improvement guy. Talks a lot about um men and women, uh, getting off social media, stop being addicted to. Um, masturbation. He talks a lot about nofap. Stop playing fucking video games. Um, get outside, make real friends, kind of thing. So it's not just a men and women thing. It's or not like just a just invest in you know just do investments or work on a business sort yeah. of thing. It's a it's a pretty um, broad self improvement. Become thing. more stoic, I guess, in a way. Like, and he comes off as like you know you look at him, and go he could command a room. Like you look at him, whether he will or not. It's like you go, okay, this guy. His interactions very stoic. Like he, the way he interacts against like, um, not I want to say violence, but what's the word for like when something, when like conf- confrontation, he took it like takes it so well. Are you talking about the debates? Yep. Yeah, yeah. But so, that's a great one because yeah. it was like literally like. I was going to say because he's not particularly stoic in his videos. I should be clear. He's got a video called. But that doesn't matter to me. That doesn't matter. The fact that in in interaction. He was stoic. It's like in his yeah. videos, that's different, right? Yeah, well, I would because he's got two channels called Hamza and Hamza Unfiltered. Uh, his old videos from his main channel called Hamza. I keep fucking his name up. Whatever, Hamza. Hamza. Yeah, Hamza. I'm gonna call it Hamza. I just think Ham. Yeah. So anyway, they say forgive like, me, Hamza. Yeah. So whatever. They're British. I'm fucking it up. You get the point. Um, his old videos on his main channel used to be. Um, long form, basically no editing. He would talk about a topic. That's the topic done. Uh, and as he got more popular, he got an editor. He had more time. Um, he got more clickbaity and more editing and much more memey. So much more normies could be attracted to it very deliberately. He made the conscious effort about four months ago to make an unfiltered channel, um, which was basically his old stuff on the main channel. So basically, if you're someone that doesn't like the over-the-top editing you know, now it's shorter videos. It used to be 15, 20 minute videos. Now it's six minute kind of videos where there's just so much fucking editing going on. If you don't like that or you like both, you watch both. But, um, you know, there's some fair criticisms before both. And he he quite well talked about, you know, he made a channel on the Unfiltered channel. He made a video on the Unfiltered channel saying, you're probably not going to like the new channel because obviously if you're watching his unfiltered channel, you're going to more prefer the slower, you know, more thought, you know, thinks as he goes about one topic rather than, you know, talking about two topics and editing it and splicing it together. And it's real, real well done. I do prefer um, the long form thing because I like seeing someone think about their ideas or demonstrate their ideas yeah, a bit longer. Yeah, to the podcast. Like, yeah. I listen to the podcast, so it's good to have at, like at the gym yeah. or got on a tram or at work. Yeah, so... Basically, you could say self-improvement, Red Pill Kai, gets around it. Um, 
When have you? I, I've told you about him for a bit. Um, yeah. But you kind of deep dived what? How long ago? A couple of days ago? Yeah, I deep dive a couple of days ago. Um, I wouldn't even say deep dive, but I, I gave you a link to a good debate. He did. Yeah, yeah, and that's pretty much basically it. As in terms of deep dive, I don't think I need to go into statistics or other shit like that. I think it's just the message is loud and clear. Like I've got the cliff notes right, and that's all you're gonna need because it's all you're gonna demonstrate, right? Because I think that if you have all the stats, it kind of just makes you a nerd, and it's like it's not actually gonna help you. Because as long as you, if you get the general gist, that's all you need. And I've always been that like eighty percent sort of guy. If I get the gist of it, I don't need to be like, here's stats, stats, and stats. Like here, I'll just give you information or give you resources to find out for yourself if you care. I don't need to argue or like you know explain to you the best reasons why X, Y, and Z, yeah. which might I don't think that makes me a good uh, a good debater, um, but I think it works for me if I comprehend something. Yeah, you get the gist of something, yeah. you're like, I'm good. But I was going to ask before, is what I was saying before about, where do you think I was at? You know, before officially cracking into that sort of stuff, I think like, you know, the first, you know, since you've been on the show mm-hmm. and all that stuff, where do you think I was kind of at? I think I was, I think I was relatively red-pilled in terms of like knowing and being aware okay. of what's going on. More so politically than relationshiply, but I knew that everything that this life is doing is ain't ain't true. Okay. So that's a like I've always known that. That's an important thing. I'll I'll just quickly mention <clears throat> I'll spiel here for a little minute. Go for it, man. So I'll, I'm going to answer you, but I'm not avoiding no, go you. For it, go for it. Um, I got. I see this basically as four different red pills, as I see it. Um, men and women into sexual dynamics are number one. There's no order of this, by the way. So explain, number one. You have to go explain them too. Yeah, yeah. I'll get into it in a bit. I'll just name. Um, men and women into sexual dynamics. You got food uh, as number two. Number three, you've got. Banking, which we talked a little bit about, and central banking, and kind of that leads to cryptocurrencies. And number four, you've got um, government in general. So the only two we'll talk about here, because you just quickly mentioned it, is um, the government and men and women intersexual dynamics kind of thing. Now, the government touches on all four, all the other three. So when Reagan says, um, you know, he's kind of red pilled on politics. Fair. Um, I'll quickly explain for the people that don't under, understand uh, the red pill and the blue pill, and there is a black pill, I'll get into that as well. The blue pill would be strictly um, you believe what you've been conditioned to believe, and here you are. Why would they lie? It's basically just yeah. like the evidence suggests whatever. Why would they lie? Yeah. And then the red pill was um, you've been deliberately lied to, you've been unplugged. Um, this is the truth, and that's the gist. Mm. And now the 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 black pill in the political terms. So the red pill and blue pill, strictly speaking, are the same thing in terms of politics. In, uh, in, in all of them, in all four of them, um, in terms of this is what you've been taught, and this is what everyone's taught. And then the red pill is the blue this pill is, is untrue, teach. and this is what the facts are. So that's what it was in terms of the matrix. That's the original of it, and that's how it is. So the slight differences between black pill in politics and black pill in men and women intersectional dynamics are similar, but they're not a one for one. So black pill yeah. basically means in politics hopelessness, but still that nihilistic of hopelessness, sort of um, like general generalized outcome. I, I think it's in politics. In I I assume in 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 the. Men and women intersex 
into sex dynamics. Okay. I think it's there's still the same outcome. Yeah. It's like relatively, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. You and, know? And the, the, so there's basically those four pills for all... And white pill is the opposite, which is... Hope. Hope. There's, so yeah, for example, like, you know, a good example would be just very quickly to go on like crypto, uh, to go on central banking, you'd be like, wow, this is hopeless. We're fucked. The governments are controlling everything, yada, yada, yada. Then you go, oh, cryptocurrency is a good alternative. Going back to what we were talking about earlier in the podcast with yep. fight the system from within, fight the system from without, and then create a parallel. You know, that's a good can alternative. I, can I, I think from what I observed, if you guys look at the camera, um, I think if you're blue-pilled here, as you go towards red pill, as you under, become understood about what the environment or whatever you know, topic is about, you can either go one of two ways. You can either have listen to people who provide answers and go towards this white pill approach, or more often than not, a lot of guys when they go towards the red pill will arc up and start going to the black pill, which is why you know people get you know have this black pill is that they know the red pill, but they go, why do I? Why would I care? Nothing. There's no point. There's no point trying. It's just the world sucks anyway, and that's the black taking the black pill. I think that you know you can't be blue pilled. And then become black pilled. I think it's like you go towards the red pill, and then you just have some sort of like, well, like you have some sort of thought, and you go, well, there's no point. And then that's when it's like you make the choice between a black or white. Is that fair enough? Like um, a reasonable assessment. Yeah. Now I understand with men when like intersectional dynamics that's different, but I still think it's like blue towards like one or the other, like red or black. Yeah, like I would be strict because. The reason why I don't like the framing of when you ask the question, I would say I was kind of red-pilled. I don't like that framing because as I see, it's like this or that. Like it's not like, well, I kind of – it's like no. It's like you might have had knew a few things but fundamentally blue-pilled, you know what I mean? Like you might have been – like you said you were somewhat aware politically. You're like, oh, dude, they lied when you were like 11 or whatever. You had I've that always one been, thing. Yeah, but I've always – like since then I've always had speculation. It's like I don't trust anyone. Yeah. I don't trust this. Yeah. The system is not there for my benefit. It's not there to serve me. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a lie. And that's all I need to know. I don't cool. need to be like, well, here's some evidence that, you know, the United Nations and World Economic Forum is, you know, coming together or, you know, the central banks were, you know, created not to, you know, it's like I, I just know of like that it's not for my best interest out of a pattern, out of like, you know, there there is that evidence that supports it. But it's like, you have you have three enough that that convinces you that it's like this whole system is fraught. Yeah, obviously, the more you go deep dive into it, the more you know that literally systemically from like history and like has been built based on that. You know, you go oh, like for example, this is just more information to yeah. convince me of what I've already been. Convinced. Yeah, exactly. So that's I think for that one, I'm like that's like a got the, the gist. Yeah, yeah. You, I give I'll give that one to myself. But in terms of like the men and women thing, I think I've still like. I mean you. The why, uh, people don't really argue or go into the why. It's more like the function of it. But it's like, you know, people have been conditioned. But from what I've seen, it seems to get brushed over. It's like women are being conditioned to be become more manly and they're being appraised to become it more be manly. More masculine. Masculine, sorry. Mm-hmm. I apologize. And men are being praised to become more feminine. Otherwise, they're ostracized for being masculine. That's basically the gist. Yeah, that would be the social conditioning now. That would yep. be the blue pill now. Whereas you could say the blue pill back in the 50s was um, men were told to just get married and have one wife and you know, you've know you got to stay together. And if you guys divorce, then that's seen as, oh my God, 
It's due divorce. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's not like a this is the blue pill, it's universal, this across all time. Um, you know, the blue pill is kind of relative to the yeah. social condition you're in. And I'm not yeah. saying you're not saying that. Um, yeah. So just to quickly mention that, yeah. So um, what were you asking? What would have I said you are? Would you rate me? I would have said you're blue pilled and you would have known some things. Mm. Um, and but I should- that... That's um. So I feel like that's fair. Like I'm pretty convinced now. That I don't think there's any going back. Mm. So would you say that I'm blue pilled now, because I don't know everything? That's when I would say what 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 people would categorize as red pill aware. Um, but not everyone knows everything about the red pill. For sure, but um, like you said, where it's like knowing the gist. There's a few fundamental things that you need to kind of like read up on or fucking what you know you could watch a few podcasts but you just or, need to read the way the superior man and be like well i'm red pill now yeah well there's people would argue that's not a red pill book but whatever um like people would say the fundamental ones would probably be like no more mr nice guy evo psych um some evo psych the rational male oh sorry the rational male one the way, two man. yeah um yeah, his first two books most people would say i've um, got it I got it on Audible. Uh, you do? Yeah. Uh, Kindle, sorry. There you go. So, you know, there's a few, you know, some people go like, well, you got to read this one as well, whatever. Um, I'm forgetting the um, the War Against Boys, some would say to read that one, you know, whatever, um, by Warren Farrell. Uh, it doesn't really matter because you could watch the podcast and w- summarize that and you could basically go like, oh, this book says this and I get 90% of that from watching five different podcasts. So you don't necessarily need to read them, but people would probably say yeah. read them and you'll get a better gist. Um but yeah, right now, I mean, I would just say you're red pill aware, you're on the way. So I would say give yourself a fucking month and if you actually were like, I'm going to read these things, then... Or is it like a four-year journey like Hamza? I would, and are you on that red pill awareness until you actually are... Red pill? Um, actually are showing results for, from being it and you actually have outcomes. Is that then when you... No, because not? you can show results but not be genuine. That's the thing. No, so, but I'm saying like you, you show results and are genuine... Then you'd be red. Then I think like, so basically everyone's on a journey to going towards it. No, I wouldn't say everyone. Absolutely not. I'd say the vast majority of people aren't. No, I'm saying like, I'm, I'm saying like the people who are red pill away in red, red pill away in the community are actually engaging with other people who are like, you know, formulating and trying to become better men. Well, those people, yes, but there are some people that just, and I would say the majority of people that watch red pill stuff, um, probably, you know, I wouldn't know for sure, but I'd say a good amount, at least 30%, I would maybe even say a good majority, maybe 60%, aren't doing anything about it. They're just yeah. watching the content. Same with self-improvement. They're just yeah. watching it and doing nothing about it. They're not actually improving. They're just kind of like, oh, wow, this is talking about how men and women work and they never apply any of it and they just watch it. So that's kind of the theory versus application thing, which is like, well, if I knew literally 100% of the red pill stuff, would that make me red pill? Um you know, I'm not the arbiter, I guess. No, I know. Yeah, um, I know that. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah. But then I guess for black pilled, mm-hmm. it probably does because that approach is the nihilism and it's like hopelessness. So it doesn't actually matter what you do. We're just going to spit facts at you. Yeah, which like, is, which is, that that's a, like, I kind of think about it and this isn't exactly true. So this it's is like an of, inaction. This is a bit of a guideline in my mind. I go like blue pill and red pill are operating systems um, and then white and black are kind of beliefs. Yeah, that's reasonable. That's how I kind of think of it. It's not exactly true. There's a lot of ifs and buts about it because if you believe that there's hope, then you're going to act 
and it operate in a different way. Yeah. So there's a, it's a, you know, you can get into that and be a bit more anal about it, but that's how I generally think about it. But I should be fair. The black pillars. So this is the contestant. You watched a debate between wheat waffles and Hamza, Hamza, whatever. Hamza. 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 Um, um, sounded like, I sounded like fucking, uh, uh, Eddie, the whole Eddie Hall just said in my head. I said both of them, Hamza. but both, both, um, both, po- both debates. Have you watched both? Yep. Okay. Even the part two one. Yep. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, yeah. So to be fair, um, the, the black pill isn't strictly hopelessness in my opinion, though I just tend to think if I was to be like, kind of to give it to what the red pillars would describe of the black pillars, Black pillars are hopeless. They tend to be hopeless. You know, they have no hope. Because the they're people- like, we're fucked. But I think that's more because I'm anal about this and I'm trying to be intellectually honest. Strictly speaking, don't blame the messenger, blame the message. The message is this, and all the messengers tend to portray it in a depressing way. And that yes. might not be deliberate, but that's how it comes across. And a lot of people that watch that stuff get depressed. Now, again, strictly speaking, the message itself. So let me define the black pill for um, people out there. So this is just strictly speaking with men and women, not politics and not the other ones. Um, Black pillars would say, here's what genetics, genetics play a significant part of you and dating. If you're six foot, you're going to have more success than someone that's five five. They're going to tell you, and these are the type of people, let me be clear if you've never heard about them. Genetic and social as well. Yes, but they'll say a big part of it is genetic. Um, and And let me be clear, they are anal, and I do not mean that in an insulting way. They will talk about, you know, they'll bring out studies on, you know, a survey on 10,000 women of what's the, what do you think is, the, what face do you find the most, you know, attractive? And they'll have 20 faces and, you know, the majority will pick blah, blah, blah. So they'll be like a nose that has an angle at this angle is the most attractive. The most attractive face is, you know, when the eyes are this far apart from the nose, there's the, the gap between the lip and the, the chin, are, you know, two Pretty to one, spurgy, dude. you know, so it does sound spurgy. There's science and behind now, it. Can I add something like, and it's so far the fact that they will, they'll claim you have never seen an eight or more out of 10. They're not in your, like you, you don't walk past them. Like you like probably in part in the wild, you probably haven't seen it in the last year because they don't, Go in your circles. When we talk about eight out of ten, we're talking about women, because those women are with rich people, celebrities, you know, athletes, sports stars. You don't wouldn't see them at the gym because they don't go to the gym. They will pay. They'll be going to the gym where it's four hundred dollars a month. They'll be going yeah, like female. They won't gyms. be yeah. They won't be catching all the ones where like literally athletes go to, like paid you know athletes. They, they won't Big be bucks. catching public transport. They'll be getting taking rides with their people around. The people you know all that stuff. So it's like, they're very anal about like, even the rating system. It's like, you, you can't like, they'll give you, you know, decimals or they'll go flat numbers. But it's like, literally it's like, if you're average, they'll put, they'll throw everyone at average. Like you have to be very, very like, outstanding to be outstanding anything. to be anything. Cause it's an asymmetry and, and you'll get smacked down by having a big forehead, even though you're an attractive person. Yeah. So, so I'm not disparaging black pillars and I'll be, you know, what I think basically good is good like, resource though. I agree. Um, So I tend to think of things, I'm like, I don't know, if you put it in a fucking percentage, I'm like 80 red pill, 20 black pill, I suppose. Um, 
I, I'm not depressed about it. Um, and I'll, I should say my little origin story, I suppose. I kind of found this stuff when I was in year 11, year 10, 11. That's when I came across this stuff. Um, and it was super fucking interesting at the time. And it took me like a couple of years to kind of like get any of it in and fucking soak it in. Um, I, this is where I'll criticize the black pill before I kind of hop onto red pillars. Um, like I said before, don't hate the message, hate the messengers. A big part of the criticism from red pillars to black okay, pillars. Okay, so you said before, don't hate the messengers, hate the message. No. The so hate around. the messengers. I hate the messengers. Sorry, yes. I must have misspoke. Um, Just to be clear, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. Uh, yes, the, the, the problem is, unless you're really mentally mature and you're, you're very intellectually capable of this, if you can divorce yourself as an individual from these ideas, the problem is, you know, we've all heard the saying, you're the average of the five people you're around. You know, if there's yeah. six people that fucking smoke weed, you know, there's five people that smoke weed and they're all bums, you're going to be the six. If you've got five rich people around you, you're going to be the six. Not always, but it's a pretty good rule. Um, so if you constantly consume black pill content where you're a five foot five dude, you're a five foot seven dude. You've got kind of average genetics, three out of ten genetics, and you keep hearing these stats about how you know what eighty percent of the you getting with women is your eighty percent of it is you know genetics, which the vast majority you can't control, and then some social status. Basically, sixty odd percent, depending on which who you ask and what black pillar defines what, and yada yada yada. So it's a little bit you know you can move it. Sixty percent of it's out of your control. This is how you're born. That's what you've got. If that's what you hear. And you constantly, like every day, you listen to Black Pill stuff. If you aren't mentally mature, can't intellectually like d disconnect yourself from that, that's going to fucking depress you. Oh, yeah. And that's why I think so many Black Pill um, you know, followers and um, makers of the content tend to be a bit on the depressing side. But it's also a psychological thing. You know, The people that are attracted to finding that research are, you know, tend to be of that type of you know, psychological makeup. Yeah. They tend to be super interested into the, in, in the intellect and they don't particularly, they kind of spurg out when you and, give them a one-off individual case on oh, this was my experience. They go, oh, experience. yeah, that's just an anecdote, whatever. Yeah. That doesn't apply. You know, so that's one thing. And the, the red pill on the other side would kind of say, you know, 80% of or 90% of your chance getting with women is um, changeable, you know, you can change things. You know, people would say looks, money, status, um, and then game. I would kind of throw on, you know, because, you know, the, you can get a little bit more complicated than that. But that is the gist. Looks, money, status, game as a basic four. I won't bother going into the other four. Um, they're the gist. And people, you know, Hamza, Rich Cooper, Roller Tomasi, you know, they'll probably have different percentages on how much you can improve, but, you know, you can improve is what they would say, whereas black pillars would be much more resistant to that, though there are some out that that will say these are important and you can do stuff, you know, they'll they'll usually say, you know, body fat percentage should be lowered because then you can define your face much more and you'll show off your features and yada, 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 rather than being fat. There is a current meme about, you know, skinny dudes with big dicks, but I think but I think there's a thing, I think that the difference, is it, is it tall skinny dudes or just skinny dudes? I don't know. There's a meme about it. I'd assume tall skinny, but I'm not sure. I don't know. So yes, um, there's quite an interesting debate between them. I don't really see it as you've got to be one side or the other. No. I don't really see it as you can be blue-pilled and red-pilled. That's how I see it. I don't think you can be both. 
That's why people say red pill aware. That's why some people throw out the other pill of the purple pill, which is you were blue pilled, you took the red pill, you vomited up, you regurgitated the red pill, and you're now somewhere in between. I don't particularly like that. No, I kind of think I hate that because I think of it as like an opera, like a lens. Like you've got the lens, you're operating there. Like that's how I think about it. Again, I think purple pill is reasonable, but it's like the throw up is a bit stinky. It's like, or you just put them to, to, to together and you still like, yeah, you're weaning yourself onto the red pill. Yeah. But that's why I kind of think it's, it's kind of like a, it's, you know, you're either on the cliff or you're not. It's yeah, kind why, of, that's why would you reject that though? Like I, I don't people, I, oh, dude, that's why there's, that's the whole phase called red pill rage. A lot of people go through it and that's why the red pill is so demonized because there's a lot of people that take the red pill or the black pill and they sometimes prescribe the red pill for the yeah. black pill and they say these men are angry and they're, they're like misogynistic, they're yada, 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 they fucking hate women you know, a lot of them are super anti-women. They hate successful guys. They're just super negative, yada, yada, yada. Um, and they've got a point. I don't think that's – I think that's a tiny, tiny fucking minority. Yeah. Um, I've got some more criticism. Um, so, you know, that's called – people call that the red pill stage. So, you know, you become red pill aware, take the red pill, and then, you know, you can kind of react how you react. Um depending on where you are, you might be angry. You know, it depends on you, where you are in life. If you are married and then you find and take the red pill um, and you kind of realize you're like, holy fuck, I could have done so much better in life yeah. or you just got cheated on, a friend of yours linked you to someone who talks about the red pill, you're pissed off because, you know, heaps of different fucking reasons. Because girls, like for example, there's a big thing that girls know that their girls want to start settling down at 27 and whether they're malicious, like whether they intend like they, whether they know like directly or indirectly, they know that they want to start settling down because there's they're they're losing their their, their clocks ticking. They're, no, it's, they're losing their magic, right? Um, and they'll be they'll still look for an older guy, a better guy, a better guy, older guy, you know, whatever, because of higher status, um, for security. And then what will happen is a guy will hit their peak and prime at about thirty five. They become like you know a partner in a, in a in a business, or you know they. They just clocked on. They become self-aware. They've like you know they've got basically no insecurities anymore. Like this, so the whole thing about like you know old dudes, or, you know guys just whipping their dicks out in front of other guys, or like you know that sort of stuff. I think that's like probably where the, the, when they clock on. Um, uh, it's a bit funny, but I think it's like the being self-aware, being being confident in who you are, um, and all that stuff. And that's basically guys realize, and this is where the rage I guess happens at that age. People say oh, it's a midlife crisis. And I'm starting like as I'm realizing, I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, you it's like be, realize you've been cheated, and you could be red pill rage at any age, and that's why yeah. a lot of them will say the young guys, because the young guys have gone through high school, going through high school at uni, college, whatever it is, and they're looking at all these, you know, that they call them the Chads, the Tyrones, um, just fucking all these chicks, and they just don't get why they don't. You know, they've been friend zone, they've had shit experiences with women, if any. Bad game. Um, and they find this out, and they're like, "Fuck! Why was I lied to?" That's what you're angry about. Um, so some will blame society, mum, dad, uncle, auntie, friends, blah blah blah. It is what it is. But I feel it's worse for all like guys who've been in a relationship. Like imagine being in a long term relationship, realize that you basically got scammed, not only for like ring, wedding, all that stuff. But like, you know, once you get married, the big thing is a lot of women like basically not as much effort. They unsubscribe your effort to sex, mm -hmm. and people go, "Oh, well, that's because couples try less." It's like they didn't try any less than they did when they were together, like whether they were dating. Mm. So it's like shit argument, I think. 
Yeah, um, if they're in a good and, frame, and, then and, I'm going to try any less. But yeah. we all know people have been together for fucking ten years, and they're like, yeah, so, not much is going on. So I'll like, be married. Yeah, so basically, it's like, yeah, in that sense, I I possess you for the rest of my life, and it's like, bit unfair that you got to, to live your prime, right? And now that I'm in my prime, I can't. Yeah, the old saying is, uh, "Women are born, men are made." Yeah, so that's true. That sums it up pretty much. Um, that's a that's a great. I haven't heard that one, but that's a, that's a good thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's not saying women are cheaper by the dozen, but it's like, I think to me it seems like because basically you just got to go through puberty as a woman, and this isn't insulting. Most women know this intuitively. You've just got to basically go through puberty as a woman, and you're basically in your prime. Like yeah. you're nineteen, you're twenty one, twenty yeah, twenty to twenty three is like yeah, the prime. Yeah. Well, that's. But they say she just is nineteen. Yeah, Rollo got that data because he surveyed. You know, there was. He found surveys, and that was taken from a lot of cultures. But the true stuff truly is actually a bit creepier, which is more like teenage years, like underage technically, because that's when men biologically monkey brain go, ooh, ooh, she's young, fertile, she's going to have the most childbearing years, yada, yada, yada. So that's so the 23 is a little bit more taken from a modern concept, but from a yeah. true evolutionary concept, it's actually younger. Well, anyway. I feel like the statistics would like say, and I'll try to be like, um Look at like old days, dude. It's kind of gross and weird. Like you have like a twenty three year old with like a fifteen year old girl, um, or younger. Yep. So I'm like, they're friends from church. They've you know, not family. It friends wasn't and... un- uncommon for that. Like, yeah. I think predation now because I know. I think I know. I think it's predation in the fact that it's like the social consequences. No, not consequences, but the social like awareness, knowing the um, like literally cognition of these young people now. Like so, they, sorry, you're saying it's it would be predation now. A hundred percent. But are you saying it was then? I don't know because I wasn't living then. But I know now. It's like thirteen year olds are like built in sheltered and bubbled, and like they probably can't eat peanut butter sandwiches at their school because some kid in another class is allergic. They got no responsibility. <laughs> they fucking don't know like anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like they got no response. You know. So I think that like. Now it's like it's we really gross, mm-hmm. but maybe back then it wasn't that wasn't the case. Maybe it was just like, well, you live on the farm, you got boobies now, you're a woman, and that's like a lot of cultures have that. Like fifteen year olds, like do. like you, you know, you, you got boobies, you you're now a woman, you you know, a man, yeah. like literally, like you got pubic hairs or you know whatever your your foreskin comes out of your you, your yeah. thing, you're a man now, like there's a lot of things that celebrate that now. Yeah, well, men usually had a trial. I know. That's the thing. Now we don't, which is why I personally uh, still feel slightly uncomfortable being called a man or calling myself a man. So when you say trial, can you please explain? Not, like, don't talk about like the, the tribe in Africa, but what you. Uh, you <laughs> I was actually. I know it. you were. Yeah, a lot of people like you know. Let's for say example, like sense. you know some. Okay, well, I was going to say some Muslims go fourteen's the age because you know you'd usually do this thing, blah blah blah. Um, you know, some would do in the Westerners, depending on fucking, I don't know, Westerners are a bit too broad, but some cultures would go back in the day, they'd go, cool, you're this age, you're going to go hunting, you're going to go do an expedition for a week, come back, kill a bear, go kill a deer, go do this thing, you guys might go out as a group, you might you might go out as an individual, you're going to do this thing, it's going to be fucking hard, live through it, that's your trial. Um, shit like that. Uh I couldn't tell you all the fucking trials out there, but we had a thing, which was everyone did it. Hey, 
this age, everyone fucking does it. Give or take, you know, do you around think, that age. Like chimp brain, that's why guys go, I've got to do this. I've got to, I've got to be a man. It's like partially. Maybe they're like needing that trial. They're like, this is this I, is built. I, I don't know. It just seems like a I don't to think me, it's but. biologically. I think that's more looking around because I think when you really recognize. Um, oh, hang on. Let me just write. But you haven't gone through the trials and tribulations to go. Yeah, I am okay. You know. Um, sorry, hang on. I'm shit at multitasking. That's right. Um, sorry, I would say it's not. I would say it's not a biological thing. I think it's more of a, a, a cultural thing, and I don't think that's a bad thing, because you know, we if you are red pill aware, or you've taken the red pill, or you're at least on self improvement, and I don't mean to minimize self improvement as like ah oh, you're inferior to the red pill, but you know, you look around and you're like, holy shit, it's actually not that hard to become better, and putting in actually putting in effort basically puts you up fucking pretty high of actually trying to improve oh yeah but and and i think we spoke about this to the guys in the in the chat um i think it's you as well i thought or maybe just you um it's that i think no it was in the chat i think the being aware self-aware and knowing who you are means a lot when once you're out of school once you're out of that like concoction because that was being slandered everyone was like that's that's kind of gay like you get made fun of it because it's like no you're just supposed to just like fit in and like the social hierarchies will form themselves, you can't do anything about it. Whereas I think like now, it's like you know that what if you know who you are, that's like you're basically set for life. Yeah. And that's why I think it's easy, like you said, easy to like excel in. Yes. Yeah. From your previous benchmark. Yeah, and I think back to the trial thing. Um, I think that's a reason why a lot of us think I want to achieve this thing is because when you kind of become self-aware and you're like, like me, for example, I'm like, dude, I don't really feel comfortable calling myself a man. Yeah, I'm like, what the I. fuck have I struggled with? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking there's a lot of people that look around and they go, what the fuck can I do? Some people like, I'm going to join the military. Some people like, I'm going to get into martial arts. Some people like, I'm going to build a car. Some people are going to be like, I want to get a motorbike license. Some people are like, I'll just like get in a physical fist fight with my men, with a friend, fight club kind of style. Some people say hunting. You know, there's a lot of different fucking things. Um, About gun shooting. Yeah, some people say get into guns, you know, whatever, archery, whatever. Um, And some people, and let me be clear, because it's not like those are definitive things, because some of you guys might do one or two of those and just not feel it. Some of you guys might be, you know, you actually need to fucking, you know, some of you might need to do an ultra marathon. You need to go through something super fucking mentally tough. Some of you are going to need to go through something physically tough. Um, so it's not a one size fits all there, but that's a reason why a lot of us kind of go, like once you're aware, like this isn't what, this is why I say it's not an evolutionary biological thing because most people aren't, act, I don't see most people that we know or that I know looking around like, I don't feel comfortable calling myself a man. What yeah. do I need to do for this? This I is never, why I think I it's when you're aware. Yeah, I haven't felt comfortable. Like look at look at our parents, for example. Like like truly they're kind of like us. Yeah. They've been pretty comfortable. Worst technology, standard of living, yada yada yada, get it. Less yeah. distress. I, less I distractions. do give my dad being a man because he um like uh, without it, it's it's like he this is why I'm like he's my hero. Like he he he's he's like a handyman, but he volunteered for I think fifteen years as a SES mm-hmm. um when like it was very prevalent in areas where it's prevalent. So like he, he would like CFS? 
uh, no, SES. It's different in different states and okay. different places, like sort of like CFS, but um, just for like state emergency. So for those that don't know, that's voluntary firefighter. Basically, voluntary firefighter slash, which is very popular slash in Australia. Ambulance slash, yeah. you know, whatever. Natural disaster helper. Yeah. So he often, and it, not all of them do it, but it's like certain crews. He would be on call, volunteering on call. He had a pager and would go out at like three a.m. and stuff. Um, he went to the bushfires when the bushfires were in like two thousand five and six. Like you know, if like out there slogging, thinking about it, it's like like if not to say he went to war, but it's like my like as a kid, like my dad went off to this danger zone, Dude, and I don't know if he would have you know, think, made it out. I you think know? you got to give him some credit. You know, yeah, like no. pe- people in from I don't know eighty five to ninety nine or to two thousand, and you know, if you're in the Australian military, your dad probably saw. And experienced more genuine threat um, than most military dudes at that time. Probably, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, you know, and like, I literally, give him some credit. I don't know about putting war, his body on. The, no, I'm not yeah. saying go to the war, but like no. putting his body on the line, literally fighting fires, rescuing animals, seeing animals burn and shriek alive. Like, you know, pulling people out not of a cars. Good sound. I've heard a koala. Yeah, burnt pulling, death. pulling uh, her koalas hit the ground too. <laughs> That's a funny sound, though. Yeah, because they fucking die. <laughs> Uh, pull, Shit animal like instantly but pulling um like cutting people out of cars you know pu- seeing them die mm. like seeing them like split in half and stuff like that like mm. that's a man thing right that's like i can't take that away from him so yeah. I, I do go he's a pussy but he probably lived that when i've done my time i'm good i'm good so i i need to keep remembering that because i'm like damn like I don't think I could do that. I'm like you know co- questioning whether I could gut an animal, mm-hmm. and he's talking about you know us going hunting and how you have to like how to gut an animal, and I'm like, don't know if I've even got the stomach for it, kind of. I'm thing. like, mm. I don't want to know what the smell smells like, you know, and it's like this dude has seen so much worse, and has literally firsthand experience it, touched it, smelt it, heard it, been there. So I'm like respect. Yeah. So I want to go through not that because you know no one should volunteer to want to have to go through those tribulations because you know seeing cutting someone out of a car is not really a fun time you know and not something you kind of wish for yeah you know, it's like you know, like I hope I come across this yeah I hope I come across this I hope, I hope I tech check that off the bucket list mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so yeah I think I think there's something like some sort of there was a there was like no no greater threat to a man as a man without um the ability to finish a sentence uh, <laughs> uh without without ha- um having a purpose okay i like that one that's that's, that's, that's one that's, of my four pieces of advice i give people that's like the the, the J- jvp said something about that once it's like the biggest threat to man is like a man that has no purpose mm-hmm. um which is true. Like, if you don't actually have a purpose, or you felt like you've have you know you have had a purpose for something, mm-hmm. what's the what's the, I say? What's the point to live for? But it's like you're sleepwalking. You're literally sleepwalking. Which is why I say when you wake up, that's why, you know, I know I think you get the point now when I say I don't think it's biological. Mm. But like once you've woken up a bit, you know, some self improvement, whatever. If you're a man, you're kind of going like fuck, you know. Do I qualify as a man? Yeah. Like compare yourself to a hundred years ago. I mean, fucking dude, there were eleven-year-olds going into World War One. Like, and you're fucking telling me 
that Vietnam you're a man. Kids. I'm like, give me a fucking break, dude. Kids in Vietnam and women, like, you know, women, yeah. like, fighting. Yeah. And, like, you know, setting traps and fucking digging tunnels and going in tunnels and, you know, all that stuff, like, staying watchmen and stuff. Like, these kids. Yeah. And I mean, like, even compared to the GWAT now, like, compared, like, the global war on terror, even fucking special operations dudes who were, like, fucking top of the line were just like, this didn't really feel like a war. Like, you compare, like, Mac v. Sog dudes from the US and you hear some of the fucking stories from that and you compare that to, like... GWAT. To the GWAT shit. There's comparable stuff, no doubt. But even GWAT dudes will recognise... The SOG guys are a fucking another breed. So, uh, no disrespect, but I think you got to be fucking kidding yourself if you think that GWAT dudes are, on average, compare special operations GWAT dudes to the SOG guys. I mean, it turns out what, they, what they would they would. What I mean, line suicidal cross. fucking missions. What line is what SOG cross. was. Yeah. I mean, it was fucking World War One, like literally a mass suicide mission. Truly. Like, fuck you, Britain. Seriously. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, on regards to the Australian diggers, fuck you. Do us funny. And, uh, Anzacs, I should say. Yeah. Yes, Anzacs. Do us funny is that, like, the Britons are trying to claim that back and go, yeah, we did it too. We were diggers and we marched battles and stuff. It was like... Capital X to doubt. I'm like, man, man. Yeah, we as in the, the Queen's subjects. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um. I was going to say, I've always had that, like, I think maybe when I clocked on, and this is when I started being aware, is a bit bit specky, but I always wanted to, like, literally go in the wilderness and build my own house. And I've always wanted that passion. Like, give me a tent, and I'll build a house around it. Yeah. Always have wanted to do that. I, I mean, was like, I, I think I could survive. I was like, I could survive. And I, I like, definitely being, fucking wouldn't in Australia. And, and it... Fuck that, dude. There's no way no, I'd I've it. always thought, like, England, I always thought, like, a, it's weird, right? I thought like an Irish or like a, Scot, or like a Scottish valley near the beach with this fucking tent and I somehow harvest these trees from nowhere and like bring them Fish out. Fish forever. Like I've like in my brain, chimp brain have been wanting to do that for as long as I can remember. And like I've watched YouTube videos now about like precisely that, like living off grid and like people building their own houses out of like Adobe and stuff. And I've kind of been obsessed with that like more recently because I've like, Chimp brain. I'm right there. I've been thinking that for years, and that's part of the reason why I went solo camping. Yeah, last year. Tim's like, now I'm a man. Definitely not. Um, but that was something significant, and that was pretty fucking tough. Um, like the actual camping wasn't tough at all. But day one, long story short, this sounds really pathetic, and I, that's I do not consider myself. <laughs> By yourself, dude. Why was you tripped over and like? Yeah, my fucking nothing. It's nothing. But the one thing I will say was tough was I'd put on weight and I'd really thick pants, and and because I put on weight, my underwear rode up. Long story short, I chafed to Kingdom Come. That sounds really dumb. Uh, I've got scars there still to this fucking day because I chafed so bad. So that was a four-day trip. That was fucking pain. Um, basically two hours in, not even, fuck that, an hour in, I was legitimately, because the first hour I was kind of going downhill and flat. Um, so it wasn't so bad, but I was a bit, oh, this would be uncomfortable. After that, I was in pain. I was legit after an hour thinking, I want to quit. Mm. Um Dude, that shit fucking sucked. It sucked dick. And I, I'm still to this day pretty fucking proud that I kept going. Because day one, I was like, I was never like worried for my health. 
Um, mm. And I wasn't like worried for my safety because I was like, it's all good. I can just fucking fucking camp wherever and stick my tent up on the side of the road. It's not well, there wasn't really a road there. It was kind of not wilderness, but you know, there wasn't public roads. Anyway, um, I was like, it's fine. I've got food. I've got water. I'm not going to fucking die. Mm-hmm. I'll eventually come across civilization and be like, hey, if I, you know, whatever. So I was never at threat. Um, true, if I broke my ankle, then, you know, that's not ideal, but whatever. Um, and so that was a good, like, test. That was a fucking, maybe not a toe in the water, but maybe a little, all five toes in the water. Um, but yeah, dude, that was a lot of, like, man fuck this shit, this shit fucking sucks. And I was like, just imagine what other people are going through. That's why I am so like, do not feel qualified at all to be like, well, as a man, mm. this is what I'm you know, saying. Now, I don't go around advertising that. If someone calls me a man, I'll be like, hey, I'm going to correct you because yeah. I feel historically blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't quali- yeah. you know, I'm not going to fucking do that because no. it's just a waste of time. I've always felt wrong being told a man as a man, especially for me because I've always been like, and I think where a lot of red pill guys come from is like, I think a lot of them are like, not all, but a lot of them were like skinny little rats, like myself. Um, or they currently are. And they're like, well, i got to do something about it. But I never felt qualified to be a man because I never felt like I had the frame of a man. I think... I, and like, I don't Honestly, know. when I was like an, an adult, I was like, I'm not a man. Mm. I still live at home. You know, I still work in a part-time thing. I'm going to school. I'm not a man. Mm. And still to this day, I'm like, I still don't feel, still like, don't it, feel like it. Even yeah. though I own a house. Yeah. I work a full-time job. Which is good to know. That's actually good to... Three three years. Like, I had a long-term relationship with the same woman. We just call her a woman. Um, yeah. 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 Um, I think, quickly touch on the Red Bull thing. Because um, I, I, I don't think it is most young men. I, I'd almost say most of it is kind of... Maybe, I, I wouldn't know numbers, but I wouldn't be surprised if the majority of people are over 35. Because a lot of people... From a lot of different, you know, hum, you know, Hamza is a bit of an exception to this. But most Red Pill people, they say that they get their audience from uh, friends of friends or people that have had their heart broken kind of thing. So they try and understand why their wife left them. So, you know, that's why a lot of people say make your wounds your work. Um, you know, that's why you get a few people that are like that. Um but that's why, you know, Hamza is not so much an exception to that because he's self-improvement and he incorporates the red pill. Um, whereas a lot of the red pill guys are like, yeah, a lot of people are fucking coming here. Which is why, again, you know, people are scarred from their experiences and they don't deal with it fucking properly. Mm. You know what I mean? You've got a fucking bullet wound and you've never, you, you've got a fucking stab wound and it needs stitches, but all you've done is fucking slapped a Band-Aid on it. My guy, yeah. it might heal. Eventually, it's not going to do. It's not going to heal as well as it otherwise could have, and you yeah. haven't worked on it. Yeah. So a lot of these guys do become bitter, and they do resent women, um, but not all. And again, blame the messenger, not the message. In that case, um, but the one thing I was going to say, I had two points, but I don't know. I forgot what the other one was. But it is important to know for people who are kind of thinking of this for the first time, um, you can be. Uh, you know, because people like to categorize it as alpha and beta. Yep. Okay. Basically, the alpha lion is the guy that fucking fucks all the chicks kind of thing. 
commands authority in a room. Yeah, and then you got like the, you can sense it. Then yeah, and then the beta guy is the guy that provides. So it's, you know, the general just is alpha fucks, beta bucks. You know, the alpha fucks the chicks, and the eventually when the woman, you know, for, let's just do this in a quick timeline. A woman from you know eighteen to twenty seven, basically, she's in a what she calls a prime her party years, as it's called. Then twenty seven ish, you know, depends on the woman, but twenty seven, twenty eight onwards they have what's called the epiphany phase they wake up they go oh shit clock's ticking i kind of want to have a kid if i'm going to have a kid you know time's crunching i'm not as attractive as i used to be yada 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 um time to find someone to settle down with settle down with beta bucks you know we're going to find the guy who i rejected back in high school or in college or just after college or at my workplace he was a bit of a loser he was a bit he was a bit too stable a bit too boring a bit too nice um, I'm going to try and find someone a bit like that. Mr. Dependable, that's who you're going to try and find. So it is important to say that you can be an alpha and not red-pilled. Yeah. So that's a big fucking note. Um, My brother, for example, yeah, and is one of, like you, you know which one, is very like that. Oh, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> yes. And then I would say like Blake's a good example. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like my brother literally fucked someone in the toilets for at my birthday. Who? I think I, I'll say off air. What's that? I'll say it off air. Okay. Um, um, but yeah, like yeah. He, he denied it, and then we asked him, and he's like, "Yeah." And I was yeah. like, "Good man." Fuck it, I knew you, dummy. Yeah, there you go. Um, so yes, I think that's important to note. Um, and let me be clear for those that are on the young side, don't be discouraged if you're like, "Holy shit, I don't know what these pills are." This sounds pretty fucking cool, and you've said a few things that kind of clicked with me. You know, guy, not, you know, that song. Girls just want to have fun. Um, Ain't wrong. You know, that's a, that's a fucking pretty true. Um, if you are kind of recognizing yourself as a blue pilled guy and a beta, don't be discouraged. Yeah. Because you can change. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean you're going to become fucking Jason Momoa. You're not going to become. You know, fucking Brad Pitt. You're not going to become these. These. You're not going to become Giga Chad. You're not going to become Adonis. If you're in the age of under the age of twenty, I think you're in the foundational paid years. You really need to like. I think as a guy, you really have to focus on providing, giving yourself the fertilizer for you to become a, an Adonis. I think like don't become fat, but don't malnourish yourself. I think that's one of my issues. Is I was didn't eat enough. I probably ate like twelve to fifteen hundred calories on an active diet. Um, and I was going to the gym. So I think that I honestly would have, I imagine being on a low diet throughout life in general, because, you know, but I think throughout the, the, those, those years, I think would a hundred percent have like, have made my frame the way it is now. Okay. Like for facts, for fucking facts. I'm telling you now. For sure. Like well-fed kids become fucking tall all the time. Well, like, that's a pretty historical truth. Now, look at the difference in height between South Koreans and North Koreans. Yeah. Yep. Um, the reason why I was smiling, I'll say it off. Here. Yeah, write it down. Um, um, yeah. So, like, I think, I think, like, you know, if you can give yourself that, like, that frame now, like, do it because, like, otherwise, you kind of regret going. Mm, I should have actually not like try to go to the gym and get shredded. Like, yeah, you can do that, but like, just focus on your nutrition. Focus on how you like you can focus on your school appearance and stuff but if you start like focusing on when you when like the promiscuity fucking i hate that word because i can't say it um promiscuity promiscuity Mm -hmm. um that 
if you focus on like when it actually starts clocking on, like nineteen twenty, I did say under twenty, but you know, take it back. Um, when you start going to uni, um, I think that's probably when you like start clocking on and start not start clocking on, but like start like going alpha chad mode but just give yourself a foundational year and don't give yourself a hard time because who knows you haven't had a growth spurt yet especially for those kids who are like late bloomers late bloomers yeah so there's a lot of a lot of them and you know who you are because it does affect your high school i guess your high school career because you're like well everyone else is getting tall getting muscly dicks are growing getting they're getting up hair i'm like i still don't have it dude I, you know i know a that guy. was a race dude i remember the kids oh uh, I that is to me. I think there's something with Americans, and this is completely anecdotal. I just I know when I went to America, I asked a lot of dudes. Fucking somehow this came up in conversation, but a lot of Americans hit puberty later. Like I hit puberty when I was eleven or twelve. Like I could bust a nut at twelve years old. And I busted a nut. We tell this story, right? Yeah, I think we've said this, but I I remember a few dudes saying like. They didn't start getting pubes till they were sixteen, and he couldn't bust a nut till he was eighteen. And I was like, I met him at like nineteen when he was nineteen. I'm like, you've been doing this for maybe a year. I'm like, what that's, the fuck? That's sad, man. It is sad. What's um, more sad is though. But that was pretty consistent. People were like, yeah, started at sixteen, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, dude. You know, they're like, I'm like, have you even had your growth spurt? You're like 21. Dude, dude. And they're trying to talk about, dude, they're trying to talk about like, you know, doing beta blocks and like, you know, like hormone blockers for yeah. kids, like for all kids until they make the decision. It's like, anecdotally, I'm hearing that it's already happening. Like, unintentionally. Mm. Oh, the other thing that I was going to say, I was going to say two things about the unplugged. The other thing I was going to say, ah, oh, fuck, it just left me. Oh, yes, I got it. I brought it back. I fucking reeled that bitch in. Uh, it was going to be that um, most women... Put your mouth closer. Most, most women... Hey, I'm just this. Um, most women don't find this uh, offensive, generally. Um, some will be upset and They're kick off fast. And, yeah, the, the ones that are honest, um, and especially the older ones, will be will literally... You know, I've heard guys give, like, Rollo Tomasi's book and other people, Red, Red Pill um, books to women... And the, and the women literally go, yeah. Don't you know this? You so should you know this. you found out my code, like, it, It's absolutely like the opposite of that. They're like, yeah. Do you guys not know this? Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, it's 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 meant to be like assumed knowledge because it's assumed knowledge for them, which kind of, you know, to bring it back to kind of a normie kind of way of seeing this, you know, there's, a, there's always a reason why girls are going like, guys, to the men out there, what do you want? And the guy's being like, why is she friend zoning me? Why doesn't she get me? You know, the whole point of this, not the whole point of this, but a good way to look at this is this makes you understand men and women's nature. So you understand this. And you, and Thanks. the whole point is a lot of people will say the red pill doesn't make you angry. You know, what will ha- you, you'll just understand what is and you can change what you can change and what you can't change. And you'll recognize that these are inbuilt this isn't, you know, software. This is hardware. You can't change it. It is what it is. So you and, just and, and once you not, accept that. And this is not anecdotal. This is like statistics across dating sites. Statistics across, and this is where the black pills are really handy because they have the statistics about like you know dating culture. But it's like this is these are statistics. This is all true. This is a reason why like 
there's some like you know vendettas going on like i said like divorce is happening when you know just before the 40s um this is all statistics people yes there's correlations and causation like causation theory about that but i think like the hard evidence is there and i think enough anecdotal like truths going yeah that's how i feel as a woman that's pretty much spot on yeah like there's there's a reason why fresh and fit although i don't really honestly care for their message that they 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 send cuz it's a bit what do, you, what do you think it is i think it's just to the hardcore sort of degree and it's just like kind of the the message like women are. i think it's just a strategy yeah i know it's just, i think the message is pretty much the same the same message but it's the strategy and like the the when i say the message is in like the message stays the same, but it's like the strategy and how like they they play women at, at up, and they've it's it's to the I guess it's to their audience, it's to they're talking to, but the women probably don't disagree. Like a lot of them go like shut the fuck up and go, and maybe it's because of their authority. There's an authority like the man's they're on the man's show. The man's got more power than them. They're just like an Instagram girl, whatever. It's like this is how it fucking is, and they shut up. But a lot of them get corrected when they try to arc up mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I think you know there is truth. There has to be truth. Like, otherwise, why would there not be people... Why there be so many people having success, first of all? So many people have success and so many people going, yeah, that makes sense. And also... On both sides. And here's the thing to say, to kind of compliment that, is, you know, there's that saying, a bomber only gets flack when he's over the target. So if you're talking about this shit and you've got people that don't want you talking about it, that's when you're going to get attacked. They're going to say, no, you're a fuckwit, you're sexist, you're wrong. They're not going to say, you know, oh, men and women, we should be together, Disney is right, you know, one one, one person, one forever, soulmate, yada, yada, yada. No one's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about there? You know, maybe you'll get some Red Bull people who are still kind of angry. Um, but, you know, you're not, you're not going to have people, you're, going to have, you're not going to have the women that would disagree and try to hide the Red Bull stuff. Be talk, when you, if you talked about the Disney stuff, they're not going to be like, you know, equally angry, they're going to be like, well, you know, the Disney stuff, that's kind of how we like people operating and yada, yada, yada. Mm. So um, it should also be said, um, if some of you guys are hearing this and it's kind of either made you go like, oh, I kind of want to research this or... It's put you off. Or it's made... No, or if you've it's reminded you and you're thinking of someone that this information could benefit, let me just say, as we've mentioned on the podcast before... You can't force a horse to drink water. You can't force a horse to drink. You know, you, you can you can take it to the you can take it to the river, you can take it to the lake, but you can't force it to drink. So don't get yourself set up that you're going to be able to help them. You can try to help them. And show by example. Yes, and that is, you know, that in my opinion is the best strategy basically. I think really if you want to help a friend, you give them some information. And if they go, if you see how they respond, if that doesn't really work, maybe wait a little bit longer, give them another crack. And if they're not going to take it, it is what it is. Try and live by example. And eventually when you go, hey, I've just seen your missus cheat on you at the club, or I've just seen her going on a date with another guy and she got in a, she got in his car and she was, you know, or dressed she, up in a nice tight dress. friendly with them. Yeah, she was touching his arm, whatever it is, um, you know, and he doesn't believe you. Hey, that's not on you. Don't take that personally. He's got to, you know, don't save who doesn't want to be saved. Just be there for when he fucks up, even if you guys stop talking for a couple of years. Give him the book. And then, yeah, you could, but a lot of people would be like, I don't want it. And that's happened. So, you know, people have had that where they're like, I was told this. 
I didn't believe him. You know, we broke up. She cheated on me. I fucking, you know, betaization of both thousand concessions kind of thing. Whatever happened, um, then at the end of the, you know, the friend or they themselves came to their friend uh, and they were like, what the fuck's going on? Mm. So just don't take it personally if you can't save yeah. your yeah, friend. Yeah. yeah. If that makes sense. Tim's like, lucky Rags was saved. I don't because I don't look at it like say this is no, kind no. of where you I'm get j- the. I'm joking. I know, I know, but I see it as people saving themselves. You know, all I can go, he go, read the book, and you go, no, and I'm like, cool, and you go, yeah, and I go, cool, that's on you. Like I, you know, I can only do so much. I can't control you and be like, that's it, cunt. Here's a fucking gun. But read the, the thing book. is, you just give my playlist and go watch it. Just watch it. Yeah, but I'm just saying for people out there, some people wouldn't accept that. I know, but it's like watch it. Yeah, pussy. Um, True. Yeah. So I was going to say before is I'm really glad that like, although I was like, oh, you know, I'm really glad and conscious and happy. And this is where I feel like there's a bit of charity that I need to provide. Um, not what I've seen in this space, but in this community, there's a very lot of young influential people that are, I'm, I'm telling you now, and I was like, makes me, almost made me cry yesterday because I'm like, fuck, I wish I had this sort of like option when I was before. young. And it's not ifs and the buts. It just it's what it is. But I'm so happy for these kids. A lot of kids wouldn't do it. Fourteen year olds. Hey man, um, I've moved to a different country. I have quit um, video games. Um, I quit wanking. Quit wanking. I don't really go on social media or anything like that. I do watch some YouTube. Um, but I'm I, I'm fine. Basically, it was like I find it hard at school. Is my phone the problem? Um, is my phone. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Like these kids, it's amazing. Like 14 years old going, I'm not playing games anymore. I'm ex- working on my body and working on my exercise. You know, I'm, you know, I'm trying, I'm going to the gym now. I'm like 14 years old, man. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. And it's not like body just small for your bullshit. And this is why you're saying about the flack. I think it's pretty spot on is that guys are clocking on. They're like, we want, we're working on ourselves and a lot of people aren't liking it. Um, especially because women are going, especially the women of the lower value. And so I'll go tangent, but back to this. Women of lower value aren't liking it because they're going, well, we're a three or a four. We can pull fives and sixes as men, like five and six men. But now these five and sixes are working or we're like, or, and we will settle for a four or whatever. But now they're all working on themselves. That's bullshit because we can't do anything about it mm-hmm. because they don't want to work on themselves. They just want everyone to... Like stay stay around for them, mm-hmm. which is like to me. I'm like that's a cool thing I've I've realized. I'm like this makes sense. Yeah, because once you've you know, you know, women are born, men are made. When you realize that, you know, the 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 good analogy I actually quite like from Fresh and Fit. I don't watch them anymore. I watched them for like a month early on in their days. Um, I like the he gives a candy shop analogy. You know, assume everyone wants candy. Um, Women, when they're 18, for the sake of simplicity, when they're 18, they can go into the candy shop and they can get whatever they want. Men can go in the candy shop and basically get fucking nothing. They can only get it from this rack, the off-brand, the shit stuff. But women can get everything from the get-go. Men, once they get to, you know, assuming you hit your prime at 35, it's not a sure thing, but, you know... Guess to know a couple people, guess to know the shop owner. Yeah. 
Just or the supplier has or something. a good reputation, has some status, he's got his game raised, looks, yada, yada, yada. Um, now he's got it. So there's, there's a lot of people that insult men who have gotten after it and they go, why are you going for the 18-year-old girls? You know, why are you going for the 23-year-old girls now that you're 28, 29, so 30, 35? And it's just like, you know, a lot of those women will be older women who have been, you know, post-war or past the epiphany phase and they'll be saying, you know, why are you going for these women? You know, shouldn't you be going for us? Yada, yada, yada. You know, it's because they had it when they, from day dot, whereas the men were looking at these chicks, buying all these nice, you know, lollies, candies, whatever you want to say it, um, and they couldn't get it. They weren't allowed it. They were banned. Not yeah. allowed, my guy. So you can understand why no a lot Jews of people... No Jews allowed. No Jews allowed. So you can understand why a lot of guys who finally have access to the premium stuff, you know, if you want to put it like that, uh, finally gone like or fuck finally yes, have access my, to whatever they want. It's my time, you know. You can understand why a lot of these guys do that. Now, I think one thing to quickly mention is, I think the best there's, there's three categories you kind of want to be looking at for this. You want to be like, are you here for a fling or just sex? Are you here for a shorter or long term relationship? And do you want children? Is the third. So with women or just with yourself? With women, because um, if you're you know, this is something I see a lot of people and something I disagree with Rich Cooper on. He just goes, don't worry about it. Get to your prime and then worry about having children. You know, so, you know, get into 37. And it's just like, do you really want to be having, you know, because I think, and he has great advice, which he gets from um, Sean Smith, I think, Sean T. Smith, who's a, who was a psychiat- uh, psychiatrist who dealt with marriage counseling kind of thing. Um, basically have a two-year vetting period. You know, if you're getting to 37, you know, you've been spinning plates for five years. One's rose to the top. Cool, you've known her for about a year now. You've got to know her a bit more intimately for another year, year and a half. Cool. You're 38 now. How many kids do you want? Like, if you're wanting three kids, you better fucking hope you get triplets. You know what I'm saying? Like, because do you really want to be, and this is no offense, and a lot of the, you know, older guys out there who have had kids that, you know, in their mid-40s kind of thing will attest to this. It's going to be a lot easier having kids when you're physically younger than when you're older. Now, there's obviously pros to being older. Financially, you're in a better spot. You know, you're going to know more things. You're going to be a better dad, potentially. But, you know, if you're kind of there where you're like, I'm kind of good mentally. Financially, I'm in a great spot. I can always get better. But you're like, I'm squared away. I'm pretty Mm. damn set. You know, me, I'm like, why the fuck would I want to get to 35? Because I want kids. If you don't want kids, that's fine. Don't fucking worry about it. I want it. kids. I want three. Yeah, so, you know, but I think that's something to fucking think about because a lot of guys just go, don't worry about it till you get to 35, 30, 33. Don't worry about it. You're chilling. You know, if you're someone that wants to take kids pretty seriously, um, then I think it's worth thinking about. And I think that's just a question. That's one of the four, excuse me, questions I get people to ask about. Um, do you want kids? How many do you want? You know, what situation do you want to yeah. be in? Um that's an important question for people to ask. And that's something I think um, that doesn't fall behind in, in the red pill, but a lot of the messengers tend to, you know, overlook that a bit. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a bit of a mistake. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll keep on, I'll keep on touching on the, the good points though. Um, I'll, so glad people are young and getting involved in this is fucking awesome. I'm proud of you guys. I think it's really good. Um, just, just, you know, I think don't worry too much about like physical issues, work on mental issues. Like a big thing is, is like great advice. Try to try to focus on figuring out who you are. I think that's very important. And although and you'll find 
I think Tim again with this analogy of hidden flack, you'll find you'll hit flack at school because a lot of people find that threatening for a guy to know who he is in all respects. Like even the cool guy, they're cool because they're a bit ambiguous. They don't really, people don't really know. They just don't care about the world. And somehow they they found like, you know, I don't think that like the most popular kid at school is the bully. Like I don't think of. I think it's the kid who doesn't try like at social stuff and it's just how somehow like neatly rose to the top probably because of like, you know, reasons of like how they conduct themselves, but also like they, they, how they look um, and kind of what their behaviors are. But I don't think they tried. So, you know, I, the guy made a good point. It's like he, there was a, there's some cool guys in school in Switzerland. So it's worldwide this thing. And I found this in, in Australia at our school, cool guys, you know, I want to be friends with those guys and you get friends with them. I was friends with those guys, but the guys around those guys, fucking uh, it's the worst right these are the rats these are the people who are like basically are threatened by anyone trying to be in the so cool social club because they're worried they'll get knocked off the, the peg um so they try really hard and really really fight to be a part of this club i guess because there's only a select amount of people who are cool and once you found out you're not cool you can't un become cool like it's, when i say cool i mean like chill and like that vibe because that's like a you know you're you 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 you're it or you're not. Like once you've done something dumb, you've shown yourself you're not chill. Like you know, once you rape it, once you rape a dolphin, you know as a dolphin rape it. Like you know what I mean? Like you come like, well, I also did some other cool stuff. It's like no, no, you're the, you're the dolphin raper. You're the dolphin raper, dude. Yeah. So I think it's like kind of that like in thing. And I would just add on top of that for the young guys out there, um, you don't have to tell anyone. No. You don't have to go, hey, I'm meditating, hey, I'm reading books, hey, I'm going to the gym. Show by results. Don't fucking worry about telling anyone. Why yeah. bother? Don't, just, you don't need to brag about it. You don't need to get in their head. Just talk to people like you are now online. Yeah, find some like-minded guys. And, and look, I think the benefit is, right, you have some people who are seeking like, you know, front advice, right, especially in the, the self-help building community. If you're in that and that's the focus, you're going to become the sixth person, you're going to become better, I hope naturally, especially if you're young, impressionable, got time on your hands. And like, I'm trying to figure out who I'm becoming. You, you, this is the whole point of coming of age. Like, that's what you're. If that's what you're subscribing to, that's what you're watching. You're coming of age. You're gonna become a like coming to that like, I guess that that sort of, um, that mindset and that frame. So, like, the, you're the benefit that you have. And so I was saying, I wish I was like, you know, I had that availability. And I'm, I'm sure I did, but I just didn't come across it. Um, I think the benefit is you have older people who are going, hey, yeah, all well and good to work on these these big um, these statutes. And some people are dressed, you know, just teenagers only. But I think what's good is hearing from select people. And I think the other thing that as a young person, especially the social factor is that in this Discord, in, in Hamza, there's already found everyone's like, yeah, I'm going to the gym. I'm doing this. I'm working on my little side hustle. But you quickly find there are people who are like autistic in that, in that thing. There are people who don't have social skills are people who like are lower quality men within this group now some people might be larping and they might be like role playing as becoming a better man or you know they just study on it they just i don't know maybe they're trying to be fit into a community that you know they, they found they stumbled maybe upon. they're faking it until they're making it whatever i don't know but yeah, you can tell there are hierarchies within this hierarchy of people who are trying to be better and it's weird to now analyze but it's like as a young person the big thing is like a kid, a kid around a table of, you know, grownups, you can observe, right? You can put your some pieces in, you can ask some questions, but if you observe and you just kind of pay attention, you go, 
I do want to be like this guy. I don't want to be like this guy. And these is and this is in a group of people who are all in agreement of, of the main picture, the main fucking like the main the main self improvement. Yeah. Idea. So I'm like to me, I'm like that's very valuable because like if it's kind of thing of like. You don't want to be like the school kid friend. You want to be like the, the adult because once you're o- over school. Adult. Sure. <laughs> I was like, we ignore that one. Uh, I promise I am over the age of 23. 23 and three quarters. <laughs> um, so like once you get over that age of high school, yeah. And um, once you get over the age of high school, that, those te- like those testaments, those values that you've like been focusing on that I'm talking about here will be worth so much, especially because they're so ingrained, so young. You'll be like getting after it in social aspects. Guys will like you. Girls will like you. Um, But the caveat here is, and I've said this on the show before, and I think you did agree to this, is that it's really hard to find a balance between like enjoying school because you only get it once. Delayed gratification stuff. Delayed gratification. Enjoy it. Like, or... Like the, the the thing is like you need to spend enough time not caring enough about school because it doesn't actually matter at the end of the day, but you need to enjoy it. I think is the message I try to say because like can't go back in time. You can't go back in time. So it's like if you don't say no to going to a party, don't don't be scared to say hi, how are you going? Even if it's a different language, it's like you know, for example, the guy in, in Switzerland, your German isn't the best. You're learning it. A lot of people speak, you know, German to each other, but I know for a fact a lot of these fuckers speak English, and your English was great. So if you go, hey, I don't What's like. What's your name? Hi. How you doing? I I, I want to be your friend. I want you know I want to be around you guys. Most people and Hamza said himself before, most people, if you put yourself out there, you show like full conviction, like I am. This is the message I'm trying to do. Can you help me? If they're a nice person. They're gonna be like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll give you a shot. Like yeah, they'll be receptive to it, and if yeah. they're not, then either they're having a bad day or something along those lines, or they're just a shit person. And you probably wouldn't want to be friends with them anyway. And that's a shit test for you. So it's like literally, you can't lose. And look, at the end of the day, people might be like, like all you need to do is pull them aside in the classroom. You could do it, or like you know, whenever you get the opportunity, to be like, look, you're talking in German. And you go, hang on, I, I don't know, I, I I can speak English. And he goes, oh, what the fuck? Okay. Like, it's not that, like, it, I'm going to say it's not that hard, but it's, like, coming from experience, I think, like, you'd regret not doing that. Um, and, look, once you've gotten the group, you can go, well, I know I'm going to figure out who I am. I'm just going to be on the edge of, like, you know, stuff. I'll go and get invited to places or I'll, I'll ask people to come to my place or whatever if you if you can do that. Um, I know it's a big deal. Like, if you can't invite friends over, it's a big crush in your social. Um, so if you can do that, and you can like make a bit of effort and you, you know, you put a bit of effort, but not be one of those cunts around the, the cool guys, but like, you know, you engage and, you know, you put a bit of effort, you enjoy your time instead of going, oh, I can't wait to get out or, you know, just resisting it the whole time. Like myself, I think you won't regret it at all. I mean, that's, that's my biggest regret. It's like trying to resist school for the longest time because mm. I was self-aware. I mean, Tim, I don't know if you could attest to me being self-aware whether you were knowledgeable in that, but it's like I was self-aware and I was like, I don't, I'm not getting any value to this. I don't want to be here. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I think, yeah, I think you probably were self-aware, but I think you were making different choices you would make now. Oh, 100%. So but it's hindsight, right? Yeah. Your self-awareness, you know, 
may have been useful, but you fucking chose stupid decisions. Yeah, I was self-aware in the fact, like, utility of the school and the social structure. It wasn't like, hmm, I could just have enjoyed myself, lived lived in the moment, right. which is the whole thing of living in the moment. But I think I was I wanted to give the effort of trying to explain it, not just live in the moment, man. Explain it more to the, like the thoroughly. You know, thoroughly. Yeah. Um, you know, live in the moment. I probably would be a better person. I probably would conduct myself better. And that's something that I'm focusing on now because I know it makes a huge impact. On yeah, starting early is going to be good. And think if you're in uni or you're in uni or school, a lot of people have their same friends from that time period. Um, you know, like close it, friends though. Yeah, clear. yeah, t- yes, it's a good point. And um, you know, maybe if they're good people, you know, get them on the same thing. Like I said before, you can't lead a horse to, to water and force it to drink, but. A rising tide lifts all ships. You know, if you could get them on it, and you could, have, you know, you got a group, fan group of seven people, but three of you are real fucking close, um, and you guys get after it. You know, that will be force. pretty, un- yeah, invaluable. Like that is, it's a man with the cause, brothers yeah, with the cause. Yeah, a gang, or a tribe, or a cult. Speaking of Hamza, um, but yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I it's think. like brothers, brothers in arms for a cause. I think that's like. Like I think that's cool. It's like we're all fighting towards the same purpose, but you need to have the right right die guys. Like it depends on what it is, and you need. I think it's and evaluate them properly. Yeah, but don't just go for the first ones. that go yeah. But you're lucky, and the Make benefit sure. of you are is there's. I think kids have inhibition to new and novel things. When I say kids, I mean like people eighteen and younger. New and novel things. They have inhib- like the inhibition. Of like yeah, I want to go and do this. This is fun and interesting. I'm going to redefine who I am because a lot of people go, I want to be different to who I am now because I'm not happy with who I am now. I want more friends or, you know, whatever. So I think, like, if you are self-aware of it, of course, you know, you could just be blind through it. So if you could give it a crack and go, look, I'm working on myself. Um, I'm seeing some dudes, like, saying, basically, fucking get after it starting now. And when you're 20, you'll be, like, you know, a chad. What do you think? They'd be like, oh, it's gay. Be like, okay, well, cool. This is the guy that's saying it. Do you think he's gay? Like, he'll pull up a profile list of all the chicks he's like, you know, been with. Is that something you want? If he says no, you go, okay, well, now we discovered you're gay. Yeah, now we sound, <laughs> now, now who's yeah. the gay one? Now uh, we've got to keep each other secret, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, I think that's I think that's a wrap. Yeah, I think that's a big uh, comeback from it last week. I think we put the effort in, put the miles, put the hours. Like Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson would say, mm-hmm. um, to redeem our unfortunate uh, muted stream. I think one day we'll probably like upload it for shits and giggles, and, and be like, people. and be like, either confuse people or be like, dub this. Oh, dude, it's too long for that. <laughs> but it would be. It doesn't have to be good dub, but it might be like a mismatch of like dubbing. Yeah, there's probably like a fucking lip tracker that might. No, I'm not saying like legitimately like lip track what we said, but it could be like, I farted in my mouth. Uh, you know. uh, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. What time is it? Quarter past 12. Oh, damn. And I got to work out. Damn um, time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a motherfucking pleasure. Well, gentlemen, my chads, There's my Donises. Uh, Fred. Uh, definitely not... Uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Thank you. You got there. Ladies and gentlemen, Fred, it's been a pleasure. Be good. I wish you the very, very best. Get after it or don't. And smell my finger. Both of them. All right. Peace. In the Middle East.